and is only suitable for people aged 18 or over, will almost certainly have an adult theme, and might well contain sex or violence, which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Godless Revolution, everybody. Hi! Hello. Tonight we'll have a discussion between Paul Merrow and Mark Lawrence. We also have more confusion about the difference between rights and persecution. And Jim Bob Dig Duggar drops a big old bugger bomb. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not torture. Touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Good lie! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. And Jesus hates them too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue tradition. Decapitate her head off. We're done. You're done. You're done. Obama! 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 <laughs> that still fucking cracks me. <laughs> I swear to God, I saw 15 or 16 bumper stickers on the way up here from Clearfield with Obama hatred stickers, and it's just like, uh, oh, yeah. come on. From Clearfield? That's not a big surprise. No. Davis County's pretty red. Like, it's about as red as fucking... Uh, I mean, shit, we got Kurt Oda that thinks that it's okay to shoot cats. <laughs> what's, the, what's the... Fucking Happy Valley, what county? Utah? Utah County. Yeah, hard one to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Utah County in, in Utah. <laughs> Chris is back. Hey, welcome everybody. Hey! Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Meow's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm here, Mr. Who are you? Mr. Rainbow Beard. That was awesome, actually. I would... Dude, I was kind of shocked at how many people thought it was like not just nifty, but like super cool. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was a huge outpouring of people who thought that was the shit. It was the bee's knees, man. The cat's pajamas, <laughs> the the capybara spats. That's a new one. Oh man! <laughs> and now is, for old timey radio it, with new? Dan Ellis. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it? Yeah, new? she it was really cool. The it was old really brown really cool. mare. She ain't what she used to be. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was really really fancy. No, I had I had tons of people want to take their picture with me and shit. Doesn't that happen every pride? Either, um, sometimes. But this year it seemed like a lot more. Hmm. And I think it was the beard. I had oh. a guy after I came in. Like we did the we did the parade and everything, and then I drove one of the furries to a vehicle to hmm. get in because. You know, they're wearing their fursuits out there mm-hmm. on the parade route and fucking sweating their yeah. furry nuts off. And he was done. So I gave him a ride back to his vehicle. And then I went and parked and walked over to the Pride uh, Festival. And what did you ask me? That I- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. It's going to be a long show. Whew. So uh, I was just saying more than more pictures than usual. Oh, yeah. So just walking to the festival, I think I had three people stop me, like, just on 4th South from where the old Sizzler was, I think, which was 4th East. 
I don't know. Walking from there to Library Square mm. and to get into the Pride Festival. I think I had three people stop me there. And then I had another three or four people stop me before I even got into the festival. And then, you know, stood in line for cash. Then I stood in line to get a ticket. Who's cash? Then I stood in, <laughs> then, I, then I stood in line to get a wristband to buy alcohol. Stance fluffer, by the way. Then, oh. I, then I stood in line to buy alcohol. And the whole time people are talking to me. And then I, Bought my beer, went walking toward the main festival, the main festival grounds there on Washington Square, and was walking across the road where all the food trucks were. And this guy with a big beard came running after me. Somebody else stopped me, and and they asked me a question. And then the and this other guy was like, "Hey, I just wanted to just wanted to come over and give you this." And he gave me a business card for some Utah. Bearding Association or something. <laughs> Bearding Association. Yeah, they're, they're doing, I guess they're having a competition in August. He's like, you definitely need to come to this, man. You, this, yeah, this would fall under, you know, there's all different kinds of styles and cuts and everything. And this would be like, you know, yours would be like a natural cut. And <laughs> it'd be great. I just, I had to, I had to hunt you down and, and give you this card, man. And Millard Fillmore is like, that looks really hero. awesome. <laughs> I've got a buddy in England that started a social network called Bristler. Oh yeah, and awesome! It is a social Chimney network sweep. for it is a, it is a social network for bearded people, people who love beards or people who have beards. The it's, it, it's, it's become a like almost a dating site too at the same time. <laughs> so it's just really funny because the guy started it up as a joke and now it's going multi million. I I stopped wow. I stopped yesterday after golf, uh, on my way home. Stopped at Wendy's to pick up some food. And I'm sitting there at the drive-through window, and the, the young woman working at the window comes out. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I love your beard so much." <laughs> and I was just like, "Thanks." Have you I been on Bristler? <laughs> you could find me at. I appreciate that very much. She's like, "No, I really like beards, like a lot. Can and I your beard for- is really nice." Can huh. I go for a ride? <laughs> I said, thanks. I appreciate that. That's very nice. Either that or you go the creepy route. I want your beard. <laughs> I, I'm going to take it. I have some I have some scissors in a plastic bag. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was thinking of It's not big enough for your entire body, but I could probably get your head in it. <laughs> <laughs> that almost seems better somehow, just to take the head. <laughs> just, of just to clip the beard and put it in a bag. <laughs> to take the whole Perfect. head? <laughs> or you could be like those crazy Amish people that made the... That did the beard shaming where they chopped off the other male people's beards. And oh, yeah. If you do something wrong, then they cut your beard off. Yeah. And so shame. No. Shame no. on you. Look at your tiny beard. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a man. Oh, man. That seems like that seems like a Muslim thing, too, right? I guess it could be. It's Old Testament. I, can't, so. I wouldn't put it past them, for sure. Yeah. Has hmm. roots in the don't trim the sides of your, right. your temples right. or whatever. Yeah, one, one of the commandments that's the hair of your temples. Ignored. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, crazy religious shit all over the place. Well, welcome to Beard Chat. <laughs> <laughs> right. What did you want to? What did you want to talk about first? I don't care. We can start with uh, Marrow. Okay. Well, first, let's talk about how awesome Pride was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. 
Pride was awesome. You guys should have been there if you weren't there. And the parade was lots of fun. And it was very warm, but not as warm as years past. And also it didn't rain on us as in one year past. Uh, I know this church is the, true. As far as the parade <laughs> festival is gone. The parade and festival is gone. I can't believe how fucking huge the festival has gotten. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. Like there was there was hardly room too. to walk around at all. Yeah. And the booths are just I mean, packed in there like sardines and everybody's just kinda shuffling through there. Yeah, I still I still Notice that there's a a few of the religious accommodationists that are jam themselves in mm-hmm. there too, as as if they're uh, accepting. Yeah, there was Baptist, Methodist, Methodist, eh, and they more. still worship the Bible. They still know, fucking follow shit like Romans and Leviticus. Yeah, but they tend to be a little more liberal than Baptists. Well, sure, but no, I I know. I, look, I agree with you. I'm on this show. The whole. <laughs> The whole moderates thing is, oh, well, I'm not as bad a Christian as those people. But you're still a fucking – you're not as bad. You just said you're not as bad, which means you're still bad and you're still a fucking Christian. You still follow the teachings in this horrible fucking book. Yep, and the ever-present Mormons burning bridges. You you can't look at any bit of that Bible. Oh, wait, we're still talking about Methodists. (laughs) (laughs) You can't look at any bit of that Bible and say, no, this is fucking evil and awful, and therefore I can reject all of it whole cloth, because if this was God's perfect word, it would be fucking perfect. But, but Dan, you're looking at it just as literally as the fundamentalists. Yeah, I am, (laughs) and the fundamentalists are the ones who actually are doing their religion right. They're the ones who are doing and living their religion as is taught to them through their fucking goat herder ancient sheepfucker book. But God is love, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> God is loving who? Himself, primarily. He doesn't fucking care about anybody else. It's that he's jealous. He's petty. He'll have no gods before him. I, I watched a, a video the other day about the beginnings of Christianity, and it was talking about how, you know, so much of, of Christian religion was co-opted from pagan religions prior and pagan religions and just, you know, other polytheistic religions in general and saying, you know, you can, you can see a lot of these things in the Bible itself where, you know, according to God, you'll have no other gods before him as if he's recognizing there are other gods, but he's the prime God. He's he's the one, he's the alpha and the omega. He's the prime mover. There would be no reason to have that in there if not, well, the thing that baffles me though is why is he so worried about competition from his buddies instead of saying making sure to say, "Hey, don't fucking rape people." Yeah, he yeah, didn't his, put that in there. Among his primary concerns are what you can what you can wear, what you can eat, when you can grow things, where you can grow things, and you women who you can who you can spend time with naked, <laughs> and in what position you yeah. can spend time with them. Well, the the prohibition on rape isn't in there because in the rest of the book it talks about how women are property so that basically is irrelevant anyway yeah there's no need for a commandment against rape because well then she gets a free husband well not free 30 (laughs) shekels but still it doesn't cost her anything though no i mean no no No, nothing at all no No, she'll be fine (laughs) you're not gonna have your fuck trophy paying for you i mean you gotta pay for that stuff yeah just walk it off pony up the bucks buddy No, I, I moderate religion bothers me probably more than. Ah, oh, let's have this discussion again. Talk about how lying about murder <laughs> is worse than murdering somebody. No, yeah, moderate religion is worse than fundamentalism. Let's do that. <laughs> I guess. I guess There's when I look no at way. when I look at the hypocrisy of it, though, right? Oh well, sure, hip- but hypocrisy 
okay, fair enough. Yes, but when you we're look, talking about two totally different levels. Of yeah, crimes. we no, we are. I mean, certainly the Westboro Baptist Church is worse than the fucking UUs, oh, but, or the Wahhabi Muslims or ISIS are way yeah. worse than the Methodists or the UU. Yeah, those are moderate religions. They are far better by any measure. No, no matter what. Yes, this is true. You're they're, absolutely they're, right. They're still not great. I mean, there are still problems, of yeah. course. And I, and I guess my problem with it is that they've just, like, you've taken that, you've taken those few steps toward rationality, just fucking jump the fuck yeah. out of all of the bullshit. I know it's weird. You've They're, waded into the shallow end of the bullshit pool. Right. Now just get the fuck out of it. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I do think it's odd because there, there seems to be some sort of a weird emotional, draw for them both ways right like they, they've got this weird they've got this weird concept of god as this love and creative force and all this beauty and all this stuff right <laughs> creative force. <laughs> and so and so they've got this draw to the one side right which which has no biblical found foundation at all yeah but then they've also got this emotional draw to like <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to the human element, right? Where they, where they, where they act more liberally because they understand that you know freedoms are important, equality is important, acceptance is important. So they're kind of trying to play both sides, like you said, in the in the shallow end. Um, and and so and so it's it's kind of this weird position that they find themselves in, rather than fundamentalists who are just like, nope, it's exactly what the book says. Or atheists are like, nope, the book's full of shit. Yeah. Well, and for those people who are moderate. As far as your religion goes, great, good on you, fantastic. My problem with it is that you have have opened the door for the fundamentalists. Well, sure, you know you're you're the ones who have put the fucking doorstop. You've put the you've put the door wedge at the bottom of the door, allowing them to fucking kick it wide open and go. No, you're doing it wrong. Let's get back to the fundamentals. Right. Yep. Whereas if you were to just fucking discard it and make fun of all of it as the bullshit that it is, you wouldn't have any room to let the fundamentalists in. I think mm -hmm. we can all agree we'd like them to discard it, but how about just staying fucking quiet about it for once? That would be nice also. The moderates? Yeah, I mean, anybody. I mean, it'd be great if the moderates would be uh, just quiet about their own their own worship. I mean, Well, but the fact, the fact that moderates are quiet is the problem. Because, because – Ultimately, they're on the side of those books, right? And so when they're quiet, they're standing by watching the fundamentalists do this stuff that's abhorrent and, uh, and anti-humane, uh, and, and they're the ones that are sitting there quiet like, oh, I could never understand a faith that strong, <laughs> yeah, which, like which is the one component that atheists don't have. And sometimes they talk, uh, they talk about it like, like they're lamenting that they don't have faith sure, that strong, sure. right? Which, which is bothersome also. Right, but, that, but that's the tie they have to those books that yeah. makes it troublesome. Still not as bad as the fundamentalists doing the acts, but, but as far as providing an open door and a cover for the fundamentalists, absolutely. Yeah, it, when, when I hear people talk, you know, lamentingly that, oh, his faith is just so strong. His faith is so strong, and he has such good word and 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 testimony of the oh, spirit yeah. that you shouldn't you shouldn't be like cheering that on that. and and wishing yeah. that on anybody. That's you're you're wishing that other people were just as deluded as that person. That seems counterintuitive. Yeah, well, obviously they don't see it as de delusion, I guess. But 
And you make a great point about the, the, the moderates allowing the extremists in and just all, you only have to look at the Middle East for that. Mm-hmm. That is just well, fucking running rampant. Do you? I mean, I think, I think there are examples here in the U.S. of that. Well, of course there are, but, mm-hmm. but you I don't mean, see. That's the extreme example, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was Christianity five centuries ago. Was <laughs> what we see with the Muslims in the Middle East right now. Yes. I, I, I tend to watch a, a lot of uh, stuff about the ISIS folk over there. <laughs> Dan gave me a weird it's because, bristles sort of smile. It's because I burped while I was, while I was saying that. <laughs> like, I feel your pain, brother. Yes. But I watch a lot of um, a lot of these uh, ISIS videos on um, various parts of the internet. I won't state where. But uh, they have ones where they're talking about, oh, and here in uh, Syria, we have this, we have all these modern sciences and everything that you have over in the Western country. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, you don't. You're doing all this shit in science buildings that you would, I mean, you guys are the same assholes knocking down relics from 3,000 years ago in Iraq. And yet at the same time, you're going to bullshit me and say that, oh, an MRI machine's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, but it's hilarious to see these guys like in a surgical theater and I'm gesturing with my hands here so you guys can't see it, but they're wearing surgical masks over their face and they have the, the hair nets on and everything. <laughs> but this giant fucking beard hanging down from their, <laughs> right. from the face covering that they have. We, and- we must be sure to not get any hair in this. <laughs> Important surgery here. You wake up from going to your dentist, and you're all... (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? You left some floss in there. Damn it, Bobby. Nice. So what else we got? That that was Pride. The end. (laughs) (laughs) I miss Pride. I I really want to go. And scene. Right. But um, (laughs) we did talk to Mark at Pride. Yes. And he had an interesting discussion with... uh, Mr. Seabass. Mr. 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 Marrow. Which means Argentine Seabass. That's, you said that when when you came over today. Yeah, M E R O. I had no idea. I thought it was just Italian for asshole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it is, it's that too. That's why there's a connection with the Seabass there. Oh, okay. That guy's, yeah, Paul Marrow, in listening to that interview, I, I told you guys earlier that it seemed to me that, you know, he's been around for a while. He's obviously a very good politician. He mm-hmm. knows how to manipulate conversations. He's also a part-time Ben Stein impersonator. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Mueller. Mueller. <laughs> the what, most boring was speaker I've ever heard. Did you, have you read that book? Uh, that book, I can't remember the name of that book. The book that I'm thinking of by that person who wrote a thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, listening to that whole interview, so Mark Lawrence traveled to Logan, Utah, much farther north than where we are here in the happy land of Murray, Utah, uh, to sit in on a radio program hosted by Jason Williams, and it was... Uh, supposed to be kind of a discussion slash debate. I don't know the debate would really cover it. Uh, discussion between Paul Marrow, who used to head the Sutherland Institute here in Utah, a conservative Ooh. think tank, and Mark Lawrence, who... The epitome of oxymoron. <laughs> Mark Lawrence is the epitome of oxymoron. <laughs> yeah, Mark Lawrence. Not conservative think tank. <laughs> uh, and, Mar- and Mark Lawrence, uh, who started Restore Our Humanity here in Utah, and is a huge advocate for gay rights, and 
you know, restore our humanity as the group um, responsible for gay gay marriage or marriage equality being legal here in the state of Utah currently. Yep. So Mark travels all the way up to Logan, has this interview slash discussion slash debate with Paul Merrow, and it was and it was clear in the in the in listening to the radio show that Paul Merrow is is very much a politician and he's very good at manipulating the conversation so that he can control the bulk of the time during the conversation and then steer the direction of it and turn and twist any topic to suit his own needs. I mean, he's, he's a, he was a masterful speaker as far as that goes. And I was just disappointed that they didn't have more time for the discussion because it, it seemed like as it, as it started to wrap up, I mean, it was only an hour segment anyway, interspersed with, you know, introductions and commercials and all of that. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have a whole lot of time to talk, but it seemed like as they were starting to get into some real interesting topics, it was, oh, time's up. Hopefully we can have you guys back again. And Merrill just controlled the whole conversation and, you know. Well, Mark Mark got a few jabs in there. No, he definitely did. I think Mark did a great job. I was just, I wish there had been more time. He was so much more tolerant and patient than I would have been. Oh, yeah. Well, surprised, but I mean. Mark Mark is a very Mark no, he is yeah absolutely yeah, he's, Mark is a really really good guy and and he you know deserves of course, to burn in hell wait what <laughs> <laughs> and of course he's interested in in changing hearts and minds and and as part of that you have to be fairly diplomatic in a lot of your conversations yeah fuck that <laughs> yeah I don't know anything about that so and I'll take take your word for it and you know it's and it's always of course more difficult to be more inflammatory and incensed and firebrandy when you're sitting face to face with somebody but um and and Marrow did his best to ingratiate himself and yep and you know make himself seem like yeah I was gonna say he didn't I'm have not any really you know yeah I'm not really an ignorant arrogant prick. I'm just trying to do what I think is best. Yeah, he played. He played this. I'm looking out for the children. He played the pseudo humility card the entire fucking time, yeah. with 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 a thick fog of condescension in every fucking word he said. Oh, I know. We, you and I were texting about mm-hmm. it earlier today, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, it it seemed like almost everything that came out of out of Marrow's mouth was like, oh, I'm right. You just don't understand why, and oh. that's okay. So every bishop I've ever met in my lifetime, <laughs> yeah. Well, but so Marrow's connected to the the World Congress of Families, Boo. which is one point, and they'll be coming to Same. Salt Lake in October. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark also has an event that'll be September. I'm not sure when. I think it is September because I remember in that interview, Mark was saying that he had that event scheduled. Um, and just by coincidence, World Congress of Families was coming the month after that, and Paul Merrill was like, huh, "That was a coincidence." Huh? Yeah, it seems well, like a, a heck pretty of a coincidence. Seems like a pretty you know? interesting coincidence. Yeah, that kind of thing. Not that I doubt you or or think that you're not being dishonest, right? I'm just gonna say that it's not that I doubt you or that I think you're right. being dishonest. Why would that come to your mind? <laughs> also, you just sort of told me that you doubt that that's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was, that was the entire interview was him acting just like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that topic wasn't the entire interview, but, uh, just that condescending fucking arrogant boorish. It started right away. Right. When Mark was talking about having a, a, a a meeting with somebody at that coffee shop in Salt Lake and he butted right in and was like, 
Why do all the lefties hang out at that place? Why do all the lefty liberals go to Salt Lake Roasting Company? Yeah, and Mark was like, well, first of all, because we can drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I was supposed to meet a professor there. And then, uh, you know, so I thought, okay, we'll just go have lunch or whatever. And uh, I went in there and then... I was like, oh, you know, it's coffee or whatever. His you see the, the hippies. Yeah, and then, and then the professor comes in and he's, <laughs> the got, long hair. he's got long hair. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, what? Yeah. <laughs> but How the, typical but, of you lefties. Yeah, this is just the obvious kind of Yeah, according to, according to Palmero, anytime I see a white man with short hair, I should figure he's a bigoted asshole. Hey, right. No. <laughs> hey. Right. <clears throat> um. So that was kind of how stuff started off. Um, I still, I'm still not totally clear on his motivation for fighting marriage equality um, in the way that he does. He he starts to kind of get into it, but uh, it immediately, at least from what I could tell, he had an issue with the change, changing the definition of marriage. Yeah, I think um, I think that was part of it. I think his. Well, uh, go ahead. I'll. I'll no, I was just going to say that Merrill's Merrill's point was that. Um, when marriage means anything, it means nothing. And I guess philosophically, that's, that's a correct statement, except that they're not pushing for marriage for anything. Yeah, they're not that's making- That's stupid. They're not that's pushing not for marriage close. to mean anything for- Right. Yeah. It, yeah, it's supposed to mean, it's supposed to just mean equality for humans. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not gonna say, you know, and then, and then he, he, he does eventually go on to say, we're always accused of the slippery. Yeah, because, because you just fucking used the slippery slope <laughs> argument, you dumbass. Yeah, we're always accused of using a slippery slope, ar- slippery slope argument. Slippery slope too. <laughs> yeah, because you do use the slippery slope argument yeah, all the that, fucking that's time. The basis you just of the- fucking did it. <laughs> Well, we're always accused of it. I wonder why. Right. Hmm. Right. And so therein lies some of his his political abilities uh, to speak. <coughs> uh, excuse me. Um. Yeah, that's that's when he accused Mark of having the events coincide. Um. Asked him a few questions about how gay people are being marginalized, which was which was I thought pretty interesting, and then referred to man and woman marriages as natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which which I also thought was a, a little interesting little slight there. Uh-huh. Just just a quick little jab he threw in there. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was a part during the conversation where he said something, and Mark asked him about what he'd just said, and Meryl's like, well, that's not what I said. I said this. And, and then he twisted his words around, and Mark's like, no, I'm pretty sure you said this. And it was, fuck, I was going to listen to it again and get the clip. I'll have to... Well. That's shocking from a right-wing politician. I, I don't... Yeah, where Meryl's like, well, that's not what I said. What I actually said was this and that. No, we can go back and listen to it again, motherfucker. <laughs> have this thing called recorded audio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know you're on the radio? It's not... We have also devices that can record the things that go out on the radio now. What? Yeah, he, he, he also said something else I thought was interesting, where he, where he was trying to explain to Mark how he... Um, he and the entire World Congress of Families, as he was talking about it in this context, never think of one family as better than another kind of thing. Which is fucking bullshit. It is yeah. bullshit. But then he goes on in the very next sentence to try to com- to compare man and woman run households to a, quote, gold standard and mm-hmm. then graded them 
by saying, well, if you've got A, B, C, D families, obviously you'd want the A family. Yeah. And I'm like, that's exactly <laughs> like saying one is better than the other. Yeah. Did somebody there, tell this guy no we went off we went off gold standard in a long time ago? We're, well, we're a fiat currency nowadays. Yeah, but he's a Republican, so <laughs> oh, he wants to return back to the five cent. Well, not only that, but he doesn't understand modern. So no, yeah, no, he's a Republican who attended BYU and well, I just, I just think it's yeah, served BYU, as president yeah. for a conservative quote unquote think tank in Utah for fifteen Ma- years. Male right. and female marriages are are the standard. I think no marriage would be the standard, and then <laughs> I mean anybody who's been married. Knows that it's a lot of fucking work. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then he, and then and then he went on to say that no arrogance is involved in this. It's all policy. Yeah, <laughs> as he's saying all of the most arrogant shit. You know, he could. it's it's very telling. You can tell what he is thinking and what he's afraid yeah, he's people are to, going yeah, to assume yeah. because he tries to head it off by telling yeah. you exactly what he's going to fucking do. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. I'm not going to be arrogant when I say something fucking arrogant. Yeah. I'm not going to disparage your family as I disparage your fucking family. That sounds a lot like the people that go, you know, not to sound like a racist or anything, yep. but... <laughs> right, right. Or anyone that starts a sentence by saying, I'm a taxpayer. <laughs> yeah, you're about I'll to pay be a fucking salary. asshole. <laughs> so I was going to say, in listening to the conversation, Marrow's number one argument, or I would I would say the top argument that he likes to trot out is the thing about is the bit about families and what is what is the ideal as far as families and right. child rearing and you know of course in his mind the ideal is a loving mother and a loving father rearing children in cooperation and that in, mother better be staying at home goddammit yeah in a happy and and stable household you know that that to him is the quote unquote ideal and right. and is something to be sought all the time but that Argument fucking fails when you're talking about marriage equality. Right. Because they don't disallow old people from getting married. They don't disallow people who are infertile from fucking getting married. We're not talking about, and, and, you know, I mean, he, he touched on, uh, child rearing and the ideal family, um, changing the definition of marriage and, Ah, uh, fuck! What was his? What was his third argument? Yeah, child rearing. I fucking hate that term. Uh, yeah, no. It sounds like something you'd experience in the Catholic Church. <laughs> hey oh, <laughs> oh man! Wait, wait! Here comes the obvious joke. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'll, I was trying to think of his third argument. It'll come. To Get up on that altar, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, all of his arguments fail on their face when you talk about just marriage equality. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about special, and that's the other thing that he said and that he's repeated that really pisses me off. He's talking about, oh, well, these, these, you know, people in the gay community are seeking special rights and special privileges. <laughs> right. I read a bunch of fucking shit today, mind numbing, fucking growth stunting mentally retarding (laughs) things on Sutherland Institute today about their stance on different things and their policy initiatives and views I wanted to fucking kick babies and and <laughs> yeah. and punch well, puppies because that actually leads really well into the to the next point that I had which I thought was maybe my favorite certainly because it exposed a little bit of what this guy actually thinks, which he was doing. He was trying so hard to conceal, but Mark made the point that, that no religious liberties are under threat here. And, uh, Paul, who I was, I was waiting 
to see how he was going to respond to this. This is when he made that, oh, it's not a slippery slope argument. And we're often accused of that. That's when he brought that up. And then he went right into some weird straw man argument about the gay Bible and where it says to go after the conservatives rights. Yeah. He's never read the gay Bible. So I don't know where they talk about going after the rights rights or whatever. Right. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So that was the first time he, he actually exposed a little bit of the freaking insanity that he really thinks about this. And he, and he, he went on to say that we're talking about sexual rights, um, to which I wrote. uh, Well, and, and Mark, I think Mark, I I loved how Mark, you know, tried to ask him questions to draw him out a little bit more. Like, right. what do you mean by sexual? Yeah. Rights? You've well, said he, this. Yeah, what do you mean by I, that? But he, he just wouldn't comply, but wow, um, look at that Aryan family. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, you know, in reading all of this shit out on the Sutherland Institute website, the thing that struck me is that they say, you know, oh, this is bad and this is bad and this is bad and we need to do this and that and, and we need to shut this down and do this and raise this up. And, you know, these people are doing wrong. And then I noticed an asterisk on it and it was except in cases of religious, uh, ah. religious identity or practice. And it's like, okay, so you're making a special exception for saying that, you know, for 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 making your statements on all of these different different policies and views, and saying that all of these other things are bad, but we should give these special rights to people yep. of religious practice yeah, and of religious course. beliefs. Of course, you're saying that people who who don't have those fucking beliefs in the supernatural bullshit don't deserve the same rights that you do because you believe in some backward dumb fucking thing, right? I don't know if they'd word it that way, but yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, how dare so, you demand equal rights? How dare you, sir? The, the next and nearly final thing that, that Paul said that I thought was noteworthy, and I think was the, the most critical point to his entire stance and argument, was, quote, the born that way thing doesn't mean the same to us. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of fucking shit out on their website about, you know, people choosing to live the gay lifestyle. Right. And I'll tell you what. These are the notes that I wrote down Uh, while I was at work. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I want to hear hear what you think about my notes that I wrote about that particular statement. All right. I think it's pivotal to everything that's happening in opposition to equal – to marriage equality right now. And so – um. Keeping in mind, I wrote this at work, so if it's a little bit flawed, go ahead and call me out on it. But uh, my initial thought on this was that Marrow's obligated, absolutely obligated to disbelieving that people are born gay. Because choice moves gay marriage away from being analogous to interracial marriage, which undermines a huge cornerstone of the, an- of the anti-side by having to surrender ground to legal and moral precedent. Also... It would be theologically confounding because he'd be left holding that God is perfect, creating gay people, and then holding them responsible for their mistake. By saying that they choose it, he can have his cake and eat it too, but God stays perfect, the perfect creator. He has, quote, grounds for bigotry without an analog to precedent. And bonus, his opponents are dishonest sinners. That is exactly it. In so much of their fucking things. That's why. Uh, of their of their policy statements and views on the Sutherland we- uh, website, it's all about choice. Yeah, you know, people making this choice it to be has gay, to be. and they even go so far as to say 
to to mention immutable characteristics such as skin color and and, right. and things like that. You yeah, know, because because they know that the second they seed that ground, they're fucked. There's already legal precedent. They can't they can't possibly come out and be taken ser- seriously by saying, "Well, it's just the same as interracial marriage," and then saying, "Well, no, it's not because gays are worse." Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nowhere to argue that. You have to retreat to saying it's a choice, therefore it's different. Mm-hmm. That's the only possible place they have, and that's why they do it. Yeah, It's not because they honestly think that. They may. They may have convinced themselves, but they, they there's, there's theological, moral, and legal reasons for them to hold that position, so they're obligated to it. Oh yeah, well, they have be- to. because if they because if they do cede that ground, then they're then yeah, they're done. That, I mean, that's their only argument left. Yep, they're right? done. Is the people are choosing to do this? Yep. It's it's not an immutable characteristic. They're choosing to do this, and it's right. it's like okay, so you tell me, Mister Merrill, when did you choose right. to follow a straight lifestyle? When did you choose to set aside your attraction to people of the same sex and decide no, I don't want to suck cocks, I right. only want to bang a female person. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what I want to do. Yeah, but but they they know that as soon as they really or not even that that's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to choose to do. I may want to do something else, but I'm going to to set aside my wants and do something else. I'm going to actively choose to do something against my natural desires. Right. I'm going to choose to be a marginalized person in society. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I'm going to choose to be someone that's beat up and picked on for being. Yeah. Yeah. I. <laughs> so uh, many many years ago, before my daughter was even born, uh, I was talking to a gay friend, and 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 we so we were actually on a fun bus on our way to Wendover. Hell yeah! And I mentioned, you know, we were just talking about things, and and he talked about somebody saying that being gay was a choice and whatever, and I'm like. Why would anybody choose to be gay? I mean, that's not something that you would want to choose for yourself. I mean, you know, if if any of my kids grow up, I wouldn't choose for them to be a gay person. And he got really, really super offended. And I, I tried to reword it. And and I, <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I got him to kind of see what I was saying. But the the basic gist of it is, you know, why would you choose to be? A minority who is hated and persecuted and spat upon and had your, your rights denied to you and, and to live a life of persecution. Why would anybody choose to live that life? Certainly nobody would choose to be beaten and murdered for who they are, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I was trying to say. Not that I, not that I wouldn't want my person, my child to be gay because I wouldn't want a gay child, but I just wouldn't want them to have to suffer any more in their life than, than is you know, absolutely necessary. And so why to, not, why not choose to do whatever you can to make your life as easy as possible? Yeah. And that, that was my whole point is, you know, nobody chooses to make their life as difficult as possible. You know, no, well, well, that's what kills me about all the stuff that came out last week about, uh, Caitlyn Jenner about, you know, well, he's just, uh, and sorry, I'm saying this as effect. I know it's she, but he's just choosing to be that way. Yeah. no, <laughs> Why would anybody want to put themselves up to that level of scrutiny and that that amount of ridicule I saw, that she's facing right now? I saw a couple articles from conservatives saying, well, of course that they would choose to do that because, you know, it's estimated now that Caitlyn Jenner will earn, you know, upwards of $500 million for doing this as part of a show and a book deal and speaking engagements and... Okay, so not even talking about Caitlyn Jenner, just people in the trans community at large. It just doesn't make sense why 
why somebody would choose to have a higher level of suicide in their lives, have yeah. a have a higher level of bigotry in their lives. It just doesn't make sense. It's like to be discriminated to be against. Discriminated against. Yeah. You know, to be someone that's marginalized from society. How dare you try to live in? in my, how do you? How dare you try to teach my kids? You know, it's just. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, if we we can make an analog here that I think makes it even more clear, we can just say, you know, like the Mormons believe, you have a choice before you're born, and so you have two choices: you can go to nineteen or two thousands America, or you can be born in North Korea. Who's gonna say North Korea? North Korea is best Korea. <laughs> Everybody was saying North Korea. <laughs> First man on the sun. So this, I pulled up. I, Go I watch up, the interview. <laughs> I pulled up Sutherland Institute's FAQ on gay rights. I don't want to know. And this is the part you can see the little asterisk right here. This is what I was talking about earlier. What's FAQ? Fuck all queers? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that for them it is, yes. Uh, so, so one of the FAQs. Not literally. One of the FAQs says. <laughs> <laughs> what are quote gay rights end quote quote <laughs> and it says uh, typically what are human rights and 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 in each instance here when i say gay rights or the word gay just know that on the sutherland institute's website both of those are in quotes as if as if they're trying to completely discount that yeah it's not a real gay thing is even just, a thing. I, I can't imagine it's but dr evil thing. doing it every fucking time he's just yeah. like what are these <laughs> Gay rights that you yeah. speak of, you know. <laughs> so, so the, so it says, what are gay rights? Well, typically gay rights mean legal rights for people who self-identify as homosexuals. Ah. In their fullest expression, gay rights are a collective plea for public acceptance of homosexual behavior. Wow. This collective plea most often includes anti-discrimination claims such as protections against losing a job or the ability to rent a home. Yes, of course you it know, does. Because you deserve to lose your job and your house because you like boys. Yeah. God. Our civil rights laws lift fellow citizens to equal opportunity. For instance, civil rights that protect citizens based on the color of their skin are a signal that we believe that all people are created equal. Someone's outward appearance, innately born, should not count against them. Yeah, but you didn't believe that before 78, you fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah, especially Paul Merrow, who is a yeah. dyed-in-the-wool Mormon. Uh, goes on to say, with one historical and justifiable exception. Ah, those damn Lamanites. Our civil <laughs> rights laws apply to apply to innate human characteristics, not someone's private choices or personal behavior, Asterisk. And okay, if wait. you <laughs> hold on. Our civil rights only apply to innate human characteristics, not someone's private choices. All right, then fuck all you Mormons because you don't get civil rights. With one historical and justifiable exception. Well, I don't say that's justified or historical, so they can kiss my ass. And if we if we go and I'm just saying, like it's already got problems. Oh, I mean, it absolutely I mean, that, does. That was hardly the first, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I, before it, I it's even already hypocritical. Before I even read what they've buried later as an asterisk at the end of that, uh, I'll I'll follow I'll follow along with the rest of the answer for this question, right? So it continues and says, for the law to view some people as gay, again in quotes. quotes. And then grant them rights on that basis would create a new class of citizen. Among those who engage in homosexual behavior are men, women, black, white, all colors, all (laughs) creeds, from all backgrounds, and from all religions. All civil rights on the books, 
irrespective of a person's race, religion, national origin, ethnicity, gender, or disability, already apply to homosexuals by the mere fact they are human beings. Hmm. You'd think that they would try to treat them that way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it says, uh, what American jurisprudence has widely avoided for over 200 Wisely. years yeah, <laughs> is creating a new legal class of people based solely on personal, diverse, arbitrary behaviors. Keep these people away from Tumblr. In fact, heads explode. to do so would make our important civil rights laws meaningless. Oh, gosh. Oh my God! Right, like motherfuckers. And so then, when I go back and I and I reread this sentence that ends with an asterisk, let me do this one more time for everybody at home. Uh, it says, "With one history." I feel like this is Vogon poetry. With one. <laughs> oh God! Make it stop. <laughs> with one historical and justifiable exception. Our civil rights laws apply only to innate human characteristics. Again, that's innate human characteristics. Yeah. Not someone's private choices or personal behavior, asterisk. And going down to see what the asterisk is, yeah, that's is substituting so or, dude. or throwing in there. Intentionally trying to bury that. The asterisk says the single exception is religious expression. Of course. Because... That is a choice. Well, now wait. What if what if you form a gay only church? Would they would they cover that in civil rights then? Because they've they've already outlined what they'll accept and religious expression. That's a really good question. I just want to I, find I, this gay Bible. I still think they would say no somehow, but well, yeah. I mean, they they would rewrite this to anyway to justify yeah, it. Go on. This was apparently written in two thousand nine, or no? This yeah. was two. Well, it says two thousand fifteen, but the copyright is two thousand. I don't know. Fuck it. Anyway, well, it's that, been out. It's uh, been out there. Oh yeah, May twenty eighth of two thousand nine. Yeah. So it said, like I said, it says the single exception is religious expression. Americans have felt traditionally and with good cause. That someone's religious expressions complement mutual expressions of responsible citizenship oh, and general brother. good behavior. Right. As if they are the arbiters of what is and is not responsible citizenship and good behavior. Well, sure. So, so. Apparently treating your fellow human beings who don't believe in the same biblically tied beliefs that you have, that's not responsible citizenship right. so, so let's take, and general good behavior. Let's let's extract this paragraph and we'll run around saying, oh, this is what the Catholic Church is doing, this is what the Muslims are doing, this is what and so we're gonna be bad people by not killing somebody, by not raping your kids, you know, by not trying to cover it up, you know, by not general duggery around. And we'll and, and we'll be we'll be bad people by doing those things. Yeah, it's no longer buggering, it's duggering. It's bug yeah, it's duggering. <laughs> but it 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 kills me and it's very fucking telling yep. that they talk about all of these innate human characteristics and immutable char human characteristics with this one special fucking exception for our invisible fucking sky wizard. Right. Who and tells us what to do. And that means good person. Yeah. And no, that no makes you what. a good person for following the rules of an invisible bully in right. the sky. Right. If and only if you believe in our version of this. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and like you said, Matt, I mean not not every Christian believes that being gay is is bad. Well, and Mark even said that during the interview. Yeah. You know, he said certainly not all Christians believe the same thing you do. 
it just it well, made me really mad that they you know they that they throw in there all of these all of this talk about innate and immutable human characteristics but they make this one exception for the only fucking argument against gay marriage the only argument really against it is a religiously based argument oh, absolutely the on, the only one it's the only one. And I, I, I mean, that's that is the only argument, and then they try to wrap all kinds of onion layers of fucking bullshit yeah. around their religious argument against it. Right, right. And the and and the real point is, it's 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 there's two points, right? And it's very very simple. Even religious people can understand this. They choose <laughs> they choose not to, so we condemn them. But <laughs> the, I rebuke thee. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. There's only one argument against marriage equality, which is religious. The United States government is not allowed to endorse religions or religious ideas or discriminate or decide what's a religion, what's not, blah, blah, blah. Therefore, there's absolutely no reason for the U.S. to deny marriage equality. Done. Absolutely. But that's also why, also on the Sutherland Institute's website, you will find interesting articles about how the United States is indeed a Christian nation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. And, and there is really no separation of religion and government. Right. And, and how Moses was a founding father. Yeah. I okay. mean, they, they have to make the, they well, have pay to your make fucking taxes then. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, they make shitty arguments to justify their other shitty arguments all the time. Well, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. They have to. I mean, Religious, I mean, conservative religious lawyers have got to be the best in the world because they have they have to because they know how to spin shit. They have to constantly make arguments for stuff that isn't even really an argument mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, just a weird side note. Thought I'd add. No, it's absolutely true. No, but Chris's no. point to <laughs> that the fact that they should pay taxes would probably go a long way to helping their credibility as far as what the government should and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I mean, fuck you, you're not even <laughs> these you're assholes not even are already paying into it. So yeah, that's absolutely. You know, I hadn't actually thought about that, but yeah. that's absolutely true. I mean, yeah, if if there is supposed to be no separation between religion and government, well, then let's have all of the fucking religions start paying toward our government. Render right. unto, and, unto Caesar. Yeah. You know. Right, and then maybe, and then maybe we could get people a decent education in this country yeah <laughs> that is i i can't believe i can't believe i've never heard of that or thought of that before have you not no honestly don't pay taxes dan well i i know that <laughs> i know that but i hadn't regional I hadn't. director for utah <laughs> american atheist nice my name dan and i'm happy to be here tonight no no but that, that was that, that, that was mongo <laughs> hate religion <laughs> sweet beard by the way <laughs> thank you that was a that was a nuanced point though. Yeah. I know, they don't let me play with razors. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, but that seriously, I, I hadn't actually thought about that. That if you want to make the argument that there is no separation between religion and government, then why the fuck isn't religion paying for taxes? Why aren't they paying to help support the government as as right. every other fucking yeah company organization institute is doing? Yep. Yeah. That's very good. I will be sure to use that in the future. <laughs> yeah. Quiet this whole fucking segment because I didn't watch the episode that you guys were talking about. <laughs> yeah, probably not many did. Dan sent me the link and I fucking about 
had a stroke halfway through it. I'm like, ah, this guy is boring and obnoxious. That's a weird combo. <laughs> well, for me, it was the commercial after oh, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. commercial. Yeah, there, there were a lot of, lot of commercials. I, also, I'm I listened not the to podcasts of Jason Williams. So no, I no. like Jason. I think Jason's a good dude. I don't listen to terrestrial sure radio, so I, I forget sometimes that there's a lot of fucking <laughs> ads out there. This is true. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. You all are listening to this ad free. That's true too. <laughs> Ad free because we love you. It's all about ego. That's you know. sort of true. <laughs> no, I told you guys earlier. Seriously, like I just I fucking love just being able to sit and have a conversation with you know one or two, three, just just a handful of people. You know, I yeah. I it's nice seeing loads and loads of people and talking to a whole bunch of people in a crowded room or whatever. But I really, what I love most is being able to have more intimate. You know, one-on-one conversations with people. Get your thoughts sorted out. Yeah. And actually have a discussion about something instead of just idle chit-chat or, you know, a barrage of questions aimed my way. Or His beard tickles. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the super intimate discussions. <laughs> Dan, that stop. I'm not privy to, apparently. <laughs> so, oh, oh, oh. I haven't mentioned this on the show yet, but it, was, it fucking cracks me up. I I told Matt about it, I think, before last week's episode. That uh, last Tuesday when I did the when I did the celebrity bartending thing at fucking Piper Down, you know, I, which I loved. I had such a good time doing that. But uh, 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 Jeff Jeff Bell was there. Giggling. Jeff Bell Jeff Bell was there, and which I love Jeff. Love Jeff. He and he was there with his wife Brenda and, and Forrest were there. And you know, so after I, need I finished to meet up Forrest, the, man. What's that? I need to meet Forrest. Have you not met Forrest? I've not yet? met Forrest. Oh, he's such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he, I like Jeff too. I, apparently I you better hurry. Of, I give him a lot of shit. Oh. <laughs> I give I give Jeff a lot of shit on the show, but I like him. I do too. Yeah. They're, I mean they're they're all excellent. Yeah, people. and their show's great. Left show. Yes. Yeah. If you're not currently listening to the left show, you should you should do that. It's a really good show. Do it. Uh, so anyway, I finish up the bartending gig and, you know, I walk, <laughs> walk around the end of the bar and saying hi to everybody and, and Jeff and Forrest and Brenda are leaving and, and Jeff's like, Oh yeah, we're going to go. And I said, Oh, that's too bad. And, and he's like, Oh yeah, well, we're old and whatever. And he's got yard work to do. <laughs> yeah. And I said, We're old and whatever. I said, okay. <laughs> go. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. Like, uh, it's, it's past nine 30. It's time to go home. Fuck, it's yeah. Bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> But so, so then it was, it came to picture time. And, and so the very first, I think it was the very first picture, uh, was just going to be me and Jeff. And so I tried to like be super creepy. Oh <laughs> yeah, put, that's right. You told me about that. I think you said it on the show. Did I? I think so. Uh, but I put like both arms around him and like nestled my head up under his chin. <laughs> this big <laughs> shit eating grin on my face. <laughs> oh God, I'm dying. I'm dying thinking about. <laughs> But so they, I think they took a couple, <laughs> a couple pictures like that. And then uh, there was one with, then there was one with me and Jeff and Brenda. And then I think one with me and, and Forrest and Jeff. And so then I can't remember if it was the, <laughs> if it was the next day or two days later, but Jeff posts all of these pictures that were taken. <laughs> the ones that he did, <laughs> the ones he didn't post were the ones where I was being <laughs> super fucking creepy. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, <laughs> probably fucking weirded him out because 
Oh, Christ, I'm laughing. <laughs> because I was being Get so creepy. Yourself, man. <laughs> so pink right now. <laughs> oh my god, I've, I've been meaning to, I've been meaning to say to post something or comment on the pictures that he posted out on Facebook cuz I this I, I saw that he posted the other ones and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Mi- creepy mission accomplished. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Excellent. That really that really made me cry. <laughs> ah, fucking creepy clown. It was that uh, was glorious. Well, should we get to bugger bomb news? <laughs> sure. <laughs> bugger bomb? Yeah. Jim bugger Bob bomb. Dig- bugger 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 bomb. <laughs> I know. I wrote uh, Jim Bob Dig Dugger drops a big old bugger bomb because do you remember the game Dig Dug? Dig Dug was, it was the like shit. that little wiener looking guy. Oh yeah, yeah. So is is this some Christian news? It is. <laughs> Where's the Tylenol? I had that turned way down. <laughs> oh. my, my bad. I'm a, I'm a terrible producer. Oh, you're fine. All right. <clears throat> Jim Bob talks about Christian families like his own. And apparently, uh, something that a lot of people missed at the time on Fox News uh, during his interview last week. Um, and perhaps it was just another way to excuse his son's... Josh. Mr. Miyagi's <laughs> style wax on wax off technique of sleeping children. <laughs> That's okay. They were all asleep at the time. <laughs> wax on. Or maybe he was throwing another crazy conservative Christian family under the speeding rape van. But either way, <laughs> Jim, Jim Bob Duggar. It's a van with hands just hanging out of it. Just They can't be hanging out because a rape van has no windows. <laughs> anyway, Jim Bob uh, made a statement to Fox News this, that seems to prove just how dangerous sexually repressive Christian doctrine to is to children and teens, and I would say to people, people. generally, yeah, as we atheists have been saying for um, ever. As Jim Bob Duggar, that name is so fucking terrible. James Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Spoke while his subservient wife stayed quiet. <laughs> He claimed that child molestation is common in Christian families, especially the families he sought advice from in the wake of learning that Josh molested four of his own sisters while they slept. What? Your son touches his sisters, too? What a weird coincidence. As if this somehow (laughs) bolsters his position. Uh, Quote, it was a very difficult situation. In Soviet Russia, kids touch, the son touches girls, not himself. Wait, that's what happened. I know, I'm just saying. You know, instead of having Sleeping some, girls touch boys. Instead, instead of him, you know, pleasuring himself, you know. Oh. He has to, never mind. Yeah, uh, well done. Sorry. All right. Yakov's going away now. You are never coming back, Chris. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's boring. Um. He says, especially the families he sought advice from in the wake of learning that Josh molested four of his own sisters while they slept. So all of all of his most trusted confidants have kitty diddlers as as kids themselves, right? And Christians Christians have the monopoly on on morality. Yeah. Uh, quote: It was a very difficult situation, but as we talked to other parents and and different ones since then, a lot of families have had similar things happen t- in their families. And I first thought, wait. With Josh? Like, other families had problems with Josh, too? (laughs) And then I realized they were talking about their own children, probably. Um, 
<laughs> oh yeah, we were going to talk to you about this. Yeah, by we the were way, Jim, that. there's been an issue with Josh. Uh, we were no. just going to let it go, you know. Right. So it sounds like that uh, Christians planting their seeds in the family kindergarten is running rampant in the community of Christians, Christian families <laughs> the Duggars associate themselves with. Some of these are my ads to now, dear. You're chattel. You're not a person. <laughs> right. Your property. The Duggars are part of the Quiverful movement that commands yeah. Christians to poop out as many kids as possible, creating large stables of children uh, that are clearly so difficult to supervise that child molestation occurs under the noses of the parents and under the blankets of siblings. It also occurs that oh, it also sounds like all the child molesters in those families are also still alive, despite Jim, Do- Jim Bob Duggars call to execute people who commit incest back when he was a political candidate in 2002. That's just the people that aren't Christian. Right. A religious one-way street. Where have we seen that before? Yeah. Sadly, I I watched this interview on Fox News. Oh, did you with Jim Bob and and the family? Brainless? I think think one of the quotes they said was like, even Christian families have problems like this. Oh, yeah, that was was before, actually. We talked about that last week. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Jim Bob and prolapse uterus. Especially <laughs> Christian families have this problem. Yes, exactly. My um, kids are growing up in a non-religious household. I think they're going to be much more in touch with their with their in touch. <laughs> exactly. Oh god, I don't want to think about that. I've got a house full of three girls. I don't want to. One wonders if any. Hey, of the- hey, guys, I'm home. Oh, I did not want. <laughs> I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Pretend I wasn't here, please, please. I'll do the same. <laughs> You. <laughs> One wonders if any of these child molesters were actually prosecuted or punished for their sick crimes, or were they also able to escape justice like Josh Duggar? Did those parents also cover up the crimes and excuse them by claiming that God has forgiven their kids and that faith healed them? <laughs> Even Fox News host Greg Gutfeld has expressed his disgust at how these so-called Christians, so he says, but they're Christians, use their religion as a shield to excuse pedophilia. Uh, conservative Christians like the Duggars are also complete hypocrites for constantly claiming that the gay and transgender people are in danger are a danger to children when it is in fact their own heterosexual child that is a real danger to children. It's funny how these conservative Christian crusaders have tried to force their strict moral code upon everyone in America yet have a separate set of rules for themselves. Well, this is this is why theocracies have well, potential to do so to be so much worse than democracies. I mean, this is what we've been saying for fucking years. Well, because the rest of y'all going to hell anyway. <laughs> Cleveland? I'm, I'm, I'm from Arkansas. <laughs> well, you know, Peter, everybody's going to do it. <laughs> but no, they, they do. But they, they provide special, just, special justification for anything that happens in their own lives, in their own yeah. communities. While pointing the finger at, at other people who are not doing the things that they are doing. The finger. <laughs> <laughs> Waving their pinky fingers well, at them. Only one at first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, you'll notice that uh, some people have started to distance themselves from the Duggars. But well, only because it's public. Well, yeah. Well, this was after they came out in support of them initially. Um, right, so. What's his fucking bucket? The dude who was on Bill Maher a couple of weeks ago, running for president, used to be very, very heavy. 
Lost a bunch of weight. Mike Huckabee. Yes. Fuckabee. Mike Fuckabee has since removed links supporting the Duggars from his website. That's got to yeah, be bad because he's from Arkansas mm, too. So. Yeah. Well, and this is after supporting them. And- yeah, I'm not buying it because it's a PR move because he knows that'll kill his campaign. Sure. That's what it is. It has nothing to do with the child rape or the pedophilia. <laughs> I was it's just not gonna, I was just going to say, which almost makes it worse. Right, like that. I don't know why that's my go-to argument for things. <laughs> you know, here's the thing, though. I don't know why anybody agreed with you after that show. I had, I had people. <laughs> I had. I remember, dude. I got. We we had posts on our Facebook about people who were agreeing with your point. Uh, I got paragraphs. You know, and so after that, I just said, "Yeah, sure. Lying about murder is bad, but murder is murder, and lying isn't." I mean, true. come on. Like, it's not an argument. <laughs> so, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're going to do that. That's fine. But nobody should agree with you. <laughs> That's weird. Nobody should agree with you because you're wrong. I'll, on I on that wrong. point about about taking the... I was wrong. You are correct. Well, I think I was on for that, that episode, too. I think you were. <laughs> I think I was. Yeah, you agreed with Dan. I was, I was Dan. two sheets to the wind on that one, though. Yeah, that you, was the first episode. <laughs> you agreed with Dan about that. I, I felt like I was crazy. <laughs> you are crazy. Taking crazy pills. Have you guys seen Zoolander? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> Mugatu. <laughs> I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two Lander? Darren yeah. licked my ass. Because <laughs> uh, Brandon has a kid named Hansel on his soft, or his baseball team right now. So oh, I'm my like, gosh. I'm like, he's so hot right now. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, he's 13. I'm like, shut up. No, no, no he didn't say that. But, Dude, yeah. I posted this. <laughs> it was funny. I posted this video about Das Horn on the Facebook yesterday. Oh, yeah. And like nobody liked it. I was really surprised because it made me giggle a whole fucking lot. It's about this horn where you can drink beer out of it. It's it's a marketing ad commercial thing for this Das Horn. Sounds hilarious. You should fucking watch it, man. It's very funny. Okay. Okay. I thought it was very funny. And then we were laying in bed last night, and I showed it to Tracy, and I was like, nobody nobody liked this. It's been up all day. I don't know. I thought it was really What's funny. Happening? He showed Tracy Das Horn last night. <laughs> oh, nobody liked that's... it. I thought it was really funny. Did <laughs> she laugh at you too, Dan? Then she actually liked it and commented that she needed Das Horn. <laughs> yeah. Which, now that you say that, makes me feel kind of funny. Couldn't read between the lines on that. Fuck. <laughs> I could have had sex. I could have, and it didn't even occur to me. <laughs> now I'm now I'm second guessing my entire existence. God damn it! Are we ready for uh, the next one? Are we ready for the next one? That was my question. That was your question. What do you say, Chris? I'm ready. See here, I can just <laughs> repeat. Right. I can just repeat what you say all goddamn night. <laughs> yeah, which is why I. I That's why it went to me. Damn it! Yep. There, there it was. <laughs> Das Horn. I feel like I need to play this just so All you guys right. can experience. Play hey, wait. Is the like in the comment from you? No, they're both. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't anybody liking this? Why does- well, and then she's like, I didn't even see that you had posted this. I got no notification of it at all. And I was like, maybe fucking Facebook hates Das Horn. Oh, I should have for- forgot to turn up the volume before they yeah. The time is now, and it's the new and latest fashions. Hydrated, satiated, getting pumping for it. It's new, it's hot, I love a 
it's a lot, I only need one thing The I know I'm up in Iron Base, I'm so very totally German <laughs> I'm so very totally German <laughs> Five years is good, I think I should whip out the cocktails, yeah. I mix the best Hans Gretelzini, nothing else quite like it. The sweet and sour crowd, the special oatmeal stout, Gatti and Kuchin, yeah. And then there's Kudelacor. And then I'm bathing, and then I'm shaving. It's time for working, it's time for playing. Fala schmooz. Buy it now at vat19.com. With net strap and stand. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. Maybe maybe it was a visual thing. I don't how, know. How hard of a drinker do you have to be to have a fucking neck strap for your cup? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Das Horn. I mean, you can't just set it down anywhere. It's got a pointy end. Well, I saw somebody posted on the, uh, the Godless Beer Aficionados group. Someone made a holster for beers that you can put into your belt. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> strap it to your leg. I saw that, and you said, you know, the, and, I, and my comment was that this is incomplete without a bandolier. Yeah, you need a bandolier for your extra rounds. <laughs> <laughs> you missed you missed the, the Dosshorn video. Didn't really miss much. I saw I saw the first half of it. Yeah. I saw, I, yeah. for a minute there, I thought it was going to be the, uh, I saw somebody has, uh, like the tankards from Game of Horn. I mean, Game, Game of Thrones, lose. sorry. Game of Horns. <laughs> Game of Horns. <laughs> Game of Horns. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but they've got the like the horn tankards that they make where they, they're they like sloped a little bit and they have the handle on them. So I thought that's what it was going to be. But <laughs> I want to pretend to be Robert Baratheon. <laughs> Game of Horns. That's okay. My wife fucking her brother. Sunday's. Sundays on HBO. <laughs> Last episode this week. Game of Horns sounds like something that would be on Cinemax. <laughs> there probably is one of those somewhere. Probably. <clears throat> I'm going to go look at Google real quick. I'm going to I was just going to say I'm going to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see Googling Game of Horns. Nice. Yep. Sure is. <laughs> I'll have to watch <laughs> a whole bunch of Vuvuzelas making noise. Yeah, watch that. Watch that later. <laughs> Ricola. <laughs> Ricola. <laughs> I used to like that. Those are good cough traps, though, man. <laughs> you like the commercial? Or the co- or just, the- because, just because I could do it really well. Oh, okay, yeah. The whole the dude doing that, yeah. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> Weird, but I accept. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, this would be our confusion about the difference between rights and persecution news. A former Salt Lake police officer, which I can't wait to get into <sighs> more news about cops, who was put on leave and later resigned after he objected to riding in the motorcycle brigade at the front of last year's gay pride parade is speaking out against what he believes was a violation of his religious liberties. 
fuck Eric Mutsos. Yeah, he sincerely believes that he his sincerely held beliefs were violated. What an asshole. Eric Mutsos, 33 IQ. No, sorry, that's his age. <laughs> said Wednesday that he was unfairly branded a bigot despite simply asking to swap roles and work a different part of the parade in June 2014. Mutsos, a Mormon said he felt uncomfortable doing what he considered celebratory circles. And You're pretty a- it up there, boy. You're just doing loops on your motorcycle. Know, Obviously, I, I, if I, I, I'm riding in circles in my motorcycle, that means I want to have gay sex. <laughs> right. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a, an adjective and a shape. Would he object to performing a rally rhombus? <laughs> anyway. My favorite thing from my own show, the man doth protest too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, obviously. <laughs> Uh, with other motorcycles leading the parade because of his religious views. But he said he never refused to work the parade. Quote, it looks like we and I are in support of this parade, Mutsos said he told superiors about being in the motor brigade, which is already in itself a problem. Yeah, because we covers I as well. Well, uh, yes. (laughs) Right. There are grammar issues, of course. But... Aside from the grammatical issues, he's a a civil servant. It doesn't matter what you appear to be like. You have to be supportive of the citizens. He said, quote, I said I would feel the same way if this was an abortion parade. I would feel the same way if this was a marijuana parade, as if those are bad things, too. What the fuck are you talking about? Is there such a thing as an abortion parade? I mean, do they carry well, around that, like dude. little blenders? What? <laughs> like rusty oh, yeah. hangers? What R- the fuck? Right. <laughs> All of a sudden, I want to watch Family Guy with the uh, the dumpster baby. <laughs> but, and but, I'm walking but, away. But the, whole, the whole point of this is his job is about serving the citizens of his state and his country. Mm-hmm. That's his job. It doesn't matter what their views are. It doesn't matter what their protesting, supporting, yeah, no parading shit. for. Whenever his he's, job is to be there and to do what his fucking jo- boss tells him to do. Whenever he's out on a call, does he make it a point to give a gay person a ticket so that he won't be seen as supporting the gay community? Right. Does a librarian <laughs> not check out a book to a gay person because of the because they're gay or they've had an abortion? No! You don't get to choose that. You give the same amount of respect to each person regardless of what the fuck Any they are. Any civil servant. Mm-hmm. From the president all the way down. Yeah, I can't reset. I can't choose not to reset someone's password at work because I'm like, wait a minute, are you Christian? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> nope, go fuck yourself. I ain't helping you. Nope. Uh, I think it- if I change your password, that could be viewed as me supporting Christianity, so I'm not going to do it. Your new password is? I'm, I'm just going to trade, and it's not that I don't want to or that I won't do it. I'm just going to try to trade shifts with somebody who will be able to assist you while <laughs> I go and assist someone else, okay? Your new password is fuck Jesus at 345. <laughs> well, and of course, of course, the, the counter to that is only pulling over or arresting people who he disagrees with. Yeah, which is also a problem too. Yeah. Which seems so obvious. That's obviously a problem. Mm-hmm. So he, it, this is scaled back to just an opinions thing, which seems a little bit less obvious. But but the problem is still the exact same. Uh, in an interview with the Associated Press, Mutsos says that he's coming out with his story now to be a voice in the national debate about how to safeguard religious beliefs while protecting LGBT rights. <sighs> They're separate. <clears throat> yeah. Um 
Salt Lake Police Chief Chris Burbank said he stands behind his decision to put Mutsos on leave, saying he will not tolerate officers allowing personal biases to interfere with work. And good for you, Chief Burbank. This, this, this. He he, he apparently understands how this works. Burbank is a really good dude. Yeah, yeah he, Burbank is nationally renowned. Yeah. From yeah. other police agencies. We have now. Salt Lake City has a fantastic police chief. I'm very, very happy with what yes. my, uh, my brother has been doing. Is yeah, a, he, uh, bountiful, he obviously understands. Is a bountiful cop, and he said that Burbank has one of the most stringent like adherence policies for people that, to get in the Salt Lake Police Department. Mm-hmm. And he says everybody wants to work for him because he'll stand up for his people because he knows that they're good cops. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, Burbank went on to say that, quote, it has nothing to do with religious freedom. That has to do with the hatred of those individuals and what the parade stands for, which is about unity and coming together. <laughs> How can I send that officer out to a family fight that involves a gay couple or lesbian walking down the street? Which is a great fucking point. He'll show up to the scene. Oh, wait. I can't handle this. I need someone else. Well, I need an adult. He may-, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he may or may not, but the point is that you can't trust him to do the right thing. Absolutely. Um, Muzzo said he felt compelled to come forward with his story after months of silence, after he listened to the leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints you announce know, the their bigotry campaign, no, sorry, sorry. announce a yeah. campaign last month calling for new laws that protect gay, lesbian, bisexual, and gen- transgender people from discrimination while also protecting people who assert their religious beliefs. But the problem is the Constitution already fucking protects religious beliefs. There's nothing new that needs to be added. You fucking assholes already have that. Thanks a lot, 73% of these United States. You guys need more fucking rights. Yeah, this, <laughs> th- that's why this is titled Confusion Between the Difference Between Rights and Persecution. Yeah, yeah because he obviously doesn't fucking know. No. Well, and I'll, I'll get into that in a second. <laughs> you guys already are at top of the fucking hill, king of privilege, and all of a sudden... Oh my God! Someone's challenging us. It's yeah. persecution. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Mutsos um, issued a six-page statement <clears throat> through his attorney Monday that didn't even have his name, but he decided to reveal his identity in an interview he gave to the Deseret News and KSL TV that came out Tuesday night. So this is all still just talking about the Pride Parade and yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I thought, well, how brave. He dares to be a Mormon in Utah. Whoa. <laughs> Difficulty level one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Quote, this is, it is unquestionably my duty as a police officer to protect everyone's right to hold a parade or other event. I can't disagree with that. But it's also my duty, my, but is it also my duty to celebrate everyone's parade? Maybe not. Nobody's asking you to fucking celebrate no, but it, dude. You have to do your job. They're asking you to do your fucking job. They're not asking you to fucking paint yourself in rainbows and right. Yeah, whether or not you're running triumph triangles or whatever, you celebrate or support whatever you want. They yeah. ask me to do circles to do on job. my motorcycle. That's celebrating. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm pretty sure the Shriners um, would have been a pride too. I don't know if they. Were there. <laughs> yeah, he goes on to say. <laughs> We can 100% disagree and still 100% love, Mutsot said. I hate that we're labeled this way. It's so divisive. Yes, it is. It's your religion. He he hates that they're that he hates that we're being. Say that again, please. Mm-hmm. We can we can 100% disagree and still 100% love, 
I hate that we're labeled in this way. That is so dis- divisive. Divisive. So he sets himself up to be a divisive character and then laments the fact that he is one. How about if you don't want to be viewed as a divisive character or person, don't act like a fucking divisive character or person. Yeah. Right. And that's right. That's where I make the note that this is a white, straight male who's Mormon in Utah, whose job is a police officer. You cannot get any further from knowing a single thing about persecution than that. Unless he was one of the 12. What? 12 what? Apostles. Apostles. Oh. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was speaking Mormonese there. Fair enough. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, this guy knows absolutely fucking nothing about persecution that he's claiming. Yeah. Not a thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to ride circles on my motorcycle because I'll look like I'm celebrating. No, dude, that's not persecution in any sense. Yeah. I'm still hung up on the 100% disagree, 100% love. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a problem too. As if you can reach an absolute, you fucking retard. Yeah, yeah those I don't, two things are not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you can. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to view this as, as a black and white thing, and it's well, and it's of course, not. he's religious. Yeah, <laughs> binaries. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that's yeah. what my son did when he was five. Good <laughs> evil. <sighs> anyway, so his his poor life changed dramatically in the days leading up to last summer's gay pride parade. He'd been talking with his bosses about resolving the objections while still helping out during the parade, and he was informed that he would be he was being put on leave for discrimination, a move that shocked him. And I wondered, God, were you really surprised? <laughs> he must have went home and paced out pity party pentagons. Pity party pentagons. <laughs> yeah, it's the adjectives with shapes thing that he objected to early on. <laughs> nice. Pity party pentagons. I like that. Uh, so I'm looking at a post here on Mark Lawrence's wall <clears throat> where Mark uh, basically just quoted something that that Eric Dumbass Mutsos had posted. And so Mark Mark makes this post and he says, On my Facebook page, I was shocked to see this from Eric Mutsos. And the rest is a quote from Eric Mutsos. And it says, I really didn't want to comment on this man's situation. On this man. So let me just tell you ahead of time. Throughout this, he's talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Okay? So already within the first seven, eight words of his fucking post, Mutsos is being an ignorant prick. It says, I really didn't want to comment on this man's situation, but this article really moved me to say something. Right, which is which is also a, a Mormonese spiritual reference, too, so he's being a double douche. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree with this article wholeheartedly. Who cares? The irony of this person's article is almost too much to handle. He's missing an apostrophe. Every, <laughs> everyone can be a hypocrite. What was it you were saying? <laughs> Comma. Comma. <laughs> I'm the apostrophe. I mean, the, what am I? The, 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 the ambassador of the Oxford comma. That's right. <laughs> yes. Everyone can be a hypocrite, 
Regardless if you believe in God or not, everyone judges, everyone sins, it's human nature. Yes, that's true. Except that we don't claim to have perfect knowledge, you fucking asshole. And I would say that not everyone sins. Sin is something yeah, sin that religion teaches. Yeah, that's an offense that's, to God. Yeah, that's... I reject you, that whole. Yeah, I reject that there's such a fucking thing as sin. Mm-hmm. So what? I like a finger in my butt every once in a while. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, please don't not, just man? blame it on the believer for having an opinion, and if that opinion isn't the same as yours or given in, quote, perfect love, unquote, which is almost near impossible. Yeah, near should have been an adverb. Don't mean to interrupt here, but this guy's used two semicolons in a row. He can yes. go fuck himself. Yeah. yeah. And, and this right and they're here, not even using them right. So. That, that near should have been an adverb, which mm-hmm. is almost nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. See, Kyle. People shouldn't be afraid to post their feelings or beliefs on Facebook. Another semicolon. Followed by a capital T. Yes, it is. This is called political correctness. Which apparently by itself is is bad. By yeah. the way he phrased that. Just yeah. just in itself. This, you know, this guy needs to put down the Book of Mormon and read anything else. Oh, yeah. Uh, fear of voicing an opinion... Fear of losing social status or employment is called political correctness. Nope. It's no, not. that's not. That's not at all that's called, called political religion. correctness. <laughs> and he ends that with a semicolon followed by a capital F. Fear dry fear soon drives slavery. Which is endorsed by your book. Yes. <laughs> the, just, the whole I mean, this whole thing. Yeah, let's not go through this whole fucking bullshit kindergarten style essay because it's ridiculous the guy doesn't know how to make a paragraph but i mean through throughout this entire thing he refers to caitlin jenner as he him his yeah man all all male pronouns uh talks about you know he's setting a poor example for an olympian of the usa but nevertheless it's his choice and he is living with it clearly so are we which in the transgender community, using pronouns that they choose not to be associated with is like stabbing them in the fucking heart every time you use it. He says... It's he, hateful. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he says, if you're going to get augmentation surgery as yeah. a 60-year-old man, then pose on the cover of a glamour magazine as an old lady, you had better be ready for public opinion that's opposite. My feelings are more toward the followers that call this heroic. I, 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 but nothing else you've said or shown has displayed that at all. So I don't believe you. Bruce Jenner seems like a loving and great person. I don't know him. What about Caitlin? Regardless, he seems very confused. Yeah. Well, no condescension there. He, I think our world <laughs> slash country is in a very confused state spiritually. What the fuck does that <laughs> even mean? <laughs> this, by the way, Dude, this country has never been a majority Mormon. So <laughs> fucking kiss my ass. It's well, I just think know? it's great that we're there that this country is starting to wake up out of its religious roots of the fifties and the sixties that we we're in. People yeah. are starting to poke their nose out over the the walled garden, and they're going, "Huh? There's a giant fucking landscape out there. Yeah, there's I a- can choose to be what I want. Oh, right, and a, and a new world." <laughs> <laughs> and a few people dare to take that carpet out across that landscape, and all the rest of the people that are down behind the wall are going, you fucking heretic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just funny, the, the, the atheists of Utah were outside the walled garden. We're like, 
It's nice out here. <laughs> and they're like, sugar, sugar. We have cookies. Coffee is delicious. Bring that Jenner guy. We like him. Come have a beer. It's wonderful out here. We're not afraid to show our breasts. Hell isn't real. Really, you don't have to worry about it. Are there black people? <laughs> yes, and they do show their shoulders. Can we shoot them? <laughs> Oh, uh, so oh man, how did that? Br- <laughs> All right, fine, move on. So, I, so I read this whole thing, this whole wall of fucking wall of stupid. Yeah, it's it is a it's a wall of fucking stupid, and, and then I, so then Eric gets on Mark's timeline and starts commenting, and I, I would I would be willing to bet that Eric has probably not encountered atheists before, but he is he's. Ready for a shitstorm. I mean, this is going to be oh yeah, <laughs> brutal. Well, let me tell you, brutal awakening. Let me tell you, I so I sat down. You know, I, I was alerted to this post on Sunday at the Pride Festival, and I think it was Sunday night or Monday afternoon. I I was tagged in a comment on it, so that I would remember to go and look at it. So I read all of this, then I read a whole bunch of comments, and I've noticed in looking at it this evening. That Eric has, well, I can't say for sure that it was Eric, but Eric had made several comments on this thread that are no longer there. Uh, he made one comment on here speaking about how he had initially viewed Jenner as an object. Yeah. And that he's, he's since learned a little bit. But the, he he had viewed Jenner as an object, <laughs> and that's what he was speaking about was viewing Jenner as an object. And if I view that, if I view Jenner as an object, then I can say whatever the fuck I want because I make them less than human. Was the gist of his fucking comment that is no longer here on this thread? Yeah. So so he's learned just enough after being knocked one one peg off his privileged status to to understand that all humans are humans. Yeah, and it sounds like he may have learned just enough to realize how fucking much of an asshole he sounded in that one comment alone. I mean, he can't delete Mark's original post. That's Mark's post. But I do, but I have noticed that he's gone through, and, and I'm guessing... That it was that it was Eric who has deleted his own comments. Yeah, yeah p- probably under advisement from his attorney. I, that wouldn't <laughs> shock me at all because they were fucking ridiculous. And, the, and this, this guy is clearly he has half no a idea. fucking chromosome away from a fucking. We all are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just but, yeah, I know. just he he's so he's fucking ignorant and and he's a total moron. Thank thank the God that does not fucking exist that this <laughs> asshole chose to resign his position as a Salt Lake City police officer where he had to work with with these people with these objects Any, that he yes. considered less than human. Right. right. Fucking asshole. So yeah, I, I plan to make some comments on this myself. I right. just also this is a good opportunity for me to give a shout out to both my sisters who work in law enforcement and are excellent humanists and do treat and people are with fairness. good human beings yep. and don't treat people as fucking objects. Correct. Yeah, your sisters are both fucking awesome, man. They've both actually been here in studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beth and Meg. I like them both very much. I, and well, and I got to see Meg on Sunday. Right, and we make the three Utah County atheists. <laughs> <laughs> I know there are several more in Utah County. No, that's true. The, but they're but they're but but 
They're very soft. They're hidden. Most most of them are very soft. Yeah, they're they're not. Well, we have Massachusetts roots, so we tend to be a little more abrasive. Yeah, you fucking people from the East Coast with your fucking and your <laughs> and your your this fucking. and that and <laughs> with your fucking. You fucking fuck. That's a thing you'll hear in Fenway Park. Ah, you fucking you fuck. You fucking fuck. <laughs> I don't know even know what that means, but yeah, I I really really wanted to comment on this today, but was otherwise consumed with things, Important things and stuff. stuff. But I I just I I had to at least bring it up on the show and hopefully I'll be able to comment on it tomorrow and let Eric Mutzos know what a fucking prick he is. Well, we could in move. a nice in a nice way, of course. I'm not going to say outright in the comment that he's a fucking prick, but that will clearly be the implication. Well, I don't yes. get how somebody who's been publicly shamed for his outright wrong opinions about the LGBT community is going to go and troll other people on Facebook. You know what fucking kills me is he did all that shit with the with the pride parade and everything. Said that he. You know, that, that he wasn't going to do it. He wanted to trade. And then he went on this fucking victim tour, right? Like, oh, I'm being made a victim. I just, I, I, people are upset that I'm expressing my religious freedom and I don't hate gay people. I was only trying to do what I thought was right in the eyes of the Lord and blah, blah. And trying to play the fucking nice guy who was victimized by the horrible, awful Salt Lake City Police Department who, you know, had, had, had put him under investigation, or whatever. So he fucking resigns. So then the investigation goes all away, and then he gets to play the victim card and go on this tour, talking about how how wronged he was. You weren't fucking fired. You resigned because you're a fucking coward, and you're a piece of shit, and you didn't want to find you didn't want anything else to come out of the investigation because surely and certainly there were going to be other things that came out that Text showed messages, what emails. a fucking asshole he was. Yeah, go work for Ferguson. <sighs> Is this guy going to run for president? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yes, I think so. He's going to pile out of the Republican clown car. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fuck Eric Mutzos. <laughs> In other Caitlyn Jenner news. Wow. Jennings? Not Ken Jennings. <laughs> the Jeopardy champion. Yeah, it was Jeopardy who got beaten by Deep Blue, right? Yeah, yeah he <laughs> did. Ultimately. Yeah. Or was it Watson? Was it? Oh, it was Watson. It was Watson. It was Watson. Yeah, Watson. Deep yeah. Blue was the chess champion. Deep Blue, yeah. He Nerds! Went, yeah. <laughs> Nerds! <laughs> um, America's most trusted skeptic, Alex Jones, weighs in on the Caitlyn Jenner debate. <laughs> Wait, have, uh, is this an Onion article? <laughs> I have a, no, that was my, that was my oh, headline. okay. I have a near octogenarian family member, and I love him to death, but he has a... Mail subscription to Infowars, like he gets that magazine like delivered. through snail mail. Yes, he oh, gets wow. the magazine oh, version of Infowars. <laughs> That's a whole different level of crazy. The snail well, mail Infowars. It's fucking hilarious because anytime I want to have a, a a fun time, I just go over to the house and be like, "That goddamn Obama," and I just <laughs> let the let it just roll from there. Just like, he's so Obama. willing to let it out there, and I, I love the Obama. man. I love the man to death. It's just funny that, that, that all it takes is like one word. That, oh, God, yeah. that goddamn socialist Obama <laughs> <laughs> taking away my guns. And the next thing you know, I have entertainment for three hours. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, no, that's all right. In <laughs> paleoconservative news. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Fire bad. <laughs> um, there's a little bit of backstory that we've got to do. This is kind of a longer article. 
Um, we could actually skip it if you wanted to, but there's some pretty hilarious stuff in here. Um, several years ago, Alex Jones on his show ripped apart a juice box. What? One of many brands of juice marketed for children and packaged inside of a handheld box and featuring an accompanying mini mini straw. He ripped apart the juice. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the juice. The juice. <laughs> the purpose of his juice box vivisection was to illustrate how the government is deliberately tainting juice boxes with quote estrogen mimickers in order to somehow and for some reason create more gay people. Oh, go fuck yourself! If you eat oh almonds, God. you're going to have estrogen. <laughs> God. Jones made the hilarious claim that the reason why there are so many gay people, he said in quotes, in America, is because the U.S. government is attempting to reduce the birth rate with estrogen mimicking chemicals in our juice boxes. Jones's calculus, more gay people equals fewer heterosexual pregnancies equals reduced birth. Seems, why not? Seems pretty sound. <laughs> what? Here's what he said exactly. Even if true, why not? We need less kids in this country, Exactly. <laughs> Quote, the reason there's so many gay people now is because it's a chemical warfare operation. Oh, Kim Trails. I have the government documents... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> where they said they're going to encourage homosexuality with chemicals so that people don't have children. Hey, let's stop drinking out of estrogen-mimicking containers. Hey, how about rather than just going on about the documents that you claim to have, why don't you just give us fucking right. documents? And again, I even catch myself drinking out of these estrogen-mimickers because it's, it's everywhere. I mean, take this. Never mind my tit-shaped glass. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. My grandpa had some of those. <laughs> and he holds up a juice box. I don't know, but I should check. This is probably lined with that type of plastic that has it. Uh, but I still grabbed it off the shelf this morning. <laughs> Even though it says organic, that's not enough. In fact, guys, <sighs> give, me a, give me a knife so I can tear into this. Let's see if it's lined with it. In fact, it'll probably say... That if it's lined with it inside the plastic packaging. Anyway, so he goes on to do that. Um, his seamless arguments, pretty hard to argue with. He moves on. It's a guy that just barrages you with stupid the whole time where I know, you just go, I know. Duh, I guess it's true. I can't um, help it. He goes on to talk about how they added, especially because of all the chemicals in utero early on in development. I mean, some of that's Very going on, so and so. Hormones in food. And it gets worse, obviously, because Jones is still talking. <laughs> the quote, the agenda is behind all of this. Is uh, The agenda behind all of this is to confuse society and break everything down and make the natural systems to set default systems basically anathema. Again, Jones' ongoing bugaboo is that LGBT people are unwitting consequences of a sinister, sinister agenda by the government and possibly the Illuminati to upend the so-called norms of society for various reasons, including population control, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> the thing about Alex Jones that gets me is that he thinks that the government is capable of being this nefarious. Right. Right. <laughs> well, Dan, both Dan and I. I, I capable of this level of. <laughs> this level of collusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it got really weird. <laughs> planning. Ex and then the, this the level of planning out. and execution. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jones suddenly pivoted to correlating Jenner and other transgender people with the almost non-existent subculture of a subculture of a subculture that engages in self-mutilation. <sighs> Quote, people go and they chop fingers off, arms off, but they 
but also the big thing is oh, they yeah. they'll get molten lead poured on their backs and have big scarification. So scarification. Now, <laughs> yes. So now transgender people are the same as the perhaps comparatively small cross section of people every year who chop off their own limbs, which is an obvious and ham fisted attempt by Jones to suggest that trans, trans transgender people are in the same category and are therefore mentally ill. Oh my god. <sighs> Listen, they're not they're not just hacking off something. Right. They're making it into something else. Right. And he reported he got his information from an article about transabled people in in a conservative Canadian newspaper in the National Post, which did exist actually, uh, but went on to make spurious correlations. Um oh, so we'll skip ahead and Sorry. get to the really <laughs> the really bizarre part where he says, quote, or they like to get shot. With 357 magnums through their upper chest, but missing the heart to blow a huge shrapnel hole in the back. And those are real sexy, supposedly. This is what this the is the fuck? new what big... What the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> this is the new big push, and you're not cool enough to understand how wonderful it is to be shot with a 357 magnum or how cool the bullet holes are. It'll become sanctified. It'll become a religion. Yo, I've had a being shot with a three fifty seven will <laughs> become a religion. Apparently, three fifty seven's a hand cannon, man. That'll leave yeah. a big ass hole. <laughs> As Joan moved along to the commercial break, he tagged the discussion with a few words about pedophiles and the Namblo organization, oh noting gosh. that if it's already wrong to be transphobic, then how long will it be before it's also wrong to be pedophobic or intolerant of pedophiles? Because minors can't give consent, you asshole. Yeah, but he's also <sighs> implying that it's that it's currently <laughs> acceptable to be. <laughs> to 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 yeah. like pedophiles, like what the fuck, dude? There's Nobody a huge, thinks they're there's okay. a groundswell of support for the pedophiles. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so I mean, just look at Josh Duggar, right? <laughs> well, oh god, they came out enough. of the woodworks for him. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> I'll skim this real quick to sum up, but. Uh, Back to his theory about estrogen mimicking chemicals and they're responsible for the gay or transgender people. And that's all part of a population control conspiracy. And yes, levels have been testosterone levels have been slowly declining recent recently due to numerous factors, including <laughs> obesity and strangely decline in smoking, which does increase testosterone. There's no correlation between low testosterone levels and being gay. If these chemicals reduce adult male testosterone and therefore turn straight men into gay men, thus somehow lowering the birth rate, wouldn't the chemicals also decrease testosterone in women, thus increasing estrogen, therefore making women more fertile, which would improve the birth rate? Jones clearly didn't think this through. Well, out of character for him. Uh, he's taken actual oh, character. <laughs> he's taken actual information and extrapolated it into the realms of the absurd. That's how he sells it, and that's one of the reasons why his paranoid listeners will absolutely buy into the crazy notion that Caitlyn Jenner mutilated herself as part of a diabolical government plot to overturn so social norms. But <clears throat> it's hilarious, you know. Less less testosterone makes you gay. Right. I've, I've met right. bears that will. That put me to shame in the manliness department. <laughs> well, there's there's that, and there's also guys like me who are basically asexual and still straight. I mean, the, the, there's there's absolutely no connection whatsoever. Yeah. No. I'm not totally asexual, but when I do, I like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think we were talking... Uh, last week a little bit about 
we were we were doing sound maybe we, maybe it was pre podcast um but i i was telling you that i had i used to have this ringtone or text message sound that that i would play uh, and it was taken from uh, Barack Obama reading his book, mm-hmm. doing doing it doing the audio book. This is my favorite. I love yeah, this. Yeah, doing 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 it is audio book. <laughs> there are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. That's that's turned up. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to uh, maybe incorporate that into something else. I I just love that. I, I used to play that. Just at random times at work, we we had I worked at this little software company in Salt Lake, and a couple of us had like this whole like folder just of different random sound bits that we would play as we're talking to each other throughout <laughs> the day. You know, like stay on target, stay on target. <laughs> yeah, just different sound clips from movies and shit, and that nice. was that was one of my favorites to play. That's a good one. <laughs> there. <laughs> there are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. <laughs> There's no ER there, too. <laughs> motherfuckers like you. Which proves he's not pure white. <laughs> ignorant motherfuckers like you. <laughs> I've always just loved that, though. Yeah, that's good. What else we got? <clears throat> Warming up my hands because it's cold in here. Can you give me that Miyagi uh, massage later? Well, <laughs> the Miyagi massage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you guys should uh, keep it busy for a second. Daniel he made Daniel-san feel really uncomfortable at that point. Matt's got to go potty. Hey, what? No, oh, he doesn't. No. Nobody knows that I pee three to four times a show. Yes, they do. He's going to go tug it. We talk- <laughs> oh, he'll be back in 20 seconds then. <laughs> That's even faster. That's at least four times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, so there was a time back in the early 2000s where people were making different soundboards for things, you mm-hmm. know, like little, uh, websites. It's not a tumor. Yeah, yeah, little websites with different things. And they would, they would, they would do prank calls. I, I, I used to fucking love those. The one with. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> one of my absolute favorites. <laughs> who is your. Who is your Who is your father, and what does he do? Or my favorite, the the Duke Nukem soundboard, balls of steel, <laughs> <laughs> ball, ball, balls of steel. But yeah, they. I remember there were. I think I had like three or four different soundboard websites <laughs> that I had just bookmarked, and and would click on different sounds throughout the day. And then back in the day, when you could set Outlook to play different sound notifications when yeah. you got email and stuff, like <laughs> you've got mail or whatever the fuck you wanted it to say. Or I think it was um, what was a shitty movie like Euro Trip or something like that, where someone gets a text message like "Mail, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> Trace, so Tracy has her text notification set to. I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about cell phones nowadays. It really does. You could be in the middle of a conversation. You get like a little blinking LED. Oh, hang on. I was talking about. Oh. <laughs> okay. What were we talking about again? <laughs> I have my, the ringtone for my dad when he calls me. I have set to a, a section of Tim Minchin's confessions. And so when my dad calls, my phone just goes, Fuck, I love boobs, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just really love them. I think my ringtone right now is the Remove Kebab song. 
Remove Kabbalah. You probably haven't heard that one before. Uh-uh. It's a, like a Serbian anthem kind of thing where 4chan got a hold of it and it became a whole, you know, when you're talking about anti-Islam or anti, it's it's horribly racist, but it's just funny <laughs> as shit. But just because I like humor like that. Why would we, why, why would you assume we haven't heard of a Serbian anthem? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I like random obscure internet videos that people that like 4chan and 8chan find that. You're an internet hipster. Is that what you're trying to tell us? No, <laughs> yeah. I just I've I've seen the end boss of the internet, and a lot of people don't realize how deep the hole goes. <laughs> did you see? Did you see that picture somebody posted to the Atheist of Utah group today? It's it's Joseph Smith with hipster glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's called Reformed Egyptian. You've probably, probably never, never heard, heard of it. it. Yeah, <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> I, I remember fondly on the the older that's podcast awesome. I used to do of trying to make people that claim to be. Uh, Real stoics about things just cringe. And I'm like, oh, have you ever seen this? And next thing you know, I'm, I'm watching them watch this video of, uh, uh, don't Google it, but it's called the BME Pain Olympics. BME? Yeah, Body mo- Modification E-Zine. Uh, Is this just, like jar sitting and shit like that? It's worse than that. Don't uh, it's Google worse than, image this. Do not. Yeah, yeah. You, will, you will get fired at your job if they find this in your cache. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a guy that I uh, did a podcast with. He, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, he claimed to be this horror aficionado. You know, a guy that didn't get grossed did out. Did you by say anything. horror aficionado? Horror. Oh, <laughs> horror. <laughs> he's, a, he's a horror aficionado. Crazy. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> he had he had quite he had quite the bad budget every month. <laughs> But I, I showed him this video, and he's the guy that used to watch like all these horror movies that would be, <laughs> I mean, horrible things happening to people in these films and like slasher fix and flicks and everything. And I'm showing him this video, and I've got reaction images of him cringing as he's watching. He's like, "Oh my god, what are you making me watch?" <laughs> the BME BME Pain Olympics. Awesome. I'm gonna have to do this later, and I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna hate myself this, and you. He's for gonna be like, "God damn it, I'm not inviting him on the show again." <laughs> I love doing this shit with Tracy's mom. We're already not inviting you on the show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's all right. I'm going out. On, I'm going out on a really low note. <laughs> I, you're, you're totally fine. I love doing this shit with Tracy's mom. Like, so just so you okay. know, you should never ever Google two girls, one cup. <laughs> oh, like the power three. You should, okay, gotcha. You should never go to lemonparty.org. Or you know if you should never. And she's like, "Why, why, why would I do that?" No, I'm just telling you. You don't want to do. It. You can't unsee that. You shit. do not want to see meat spin. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna have to. God damn it! Now I got. <laughs> why did you show me this? No, I told you never to do it. Why did you do it? <laughs> you rebel! <laughs> I right. told you not to look at it. Okay, Lot's wife. I told you not to turn around. Yeah. God. <laughs> <fault>. <laughs> What so do you guys what, want? what else you got over there, Matthew? You want? you want Glenn Beck? Meow. Oh, I always you want, want Glenn Beck. That sexy motherfucker. Republicans in Idaho. Mm. Or Jesus never existed. Yummy. Ooh, they all sound delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what are you hungry for, Dan Dan? <laughs> Let's go with Jesus never being around. Alright. Mythicism! Yay! I tend to be more of a mythicist myself anyway. Yes. Yeah, me as well. Alright, well then we will have no objections to this particular article. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, okay. Giggity. Giggity. The conclusion of a researcher who said he has combed 126 texts written during or short, shortly after the time Jesus is supposed to have lived 
found no mention of Jesus whatsoever. No. It's weird. Is it? Because <laughs> there are so many contemporaries who wrote about Jesus. Ah, right. He's all over the place. Sure. All these external historical documents, you know, you outside know, of the Bible. The Gospels that were written 70 years after he was alive. Yeah, know? I mean, the Romans who kept excellent records oh, yeah. talk about Jesus all over the place. The you know, Josephus that wrote about him 30 years after his death. You know? Yeah. You know, I mean, contemporaries, you know, since people lived a hundred years back then. Yeah. <laughs> well, well 900 if the, you're Noah. The obvious Jesus wrote Methuselah. the Bible, so how do you get around that? The what? Jesus wrote the Bible, so how do you get around that? Jesus didn't write the Bible. <laughs> God wrote the Bible. No. No, he inspired the Bible, but it was it was one author, and then someone else copied off that author, and then someone copied off of him. All right, and Bart Ehrman. And off of him. <laughs> and off of him. You know, you know what? This, this story was not sexy enough. We need to add some more. Let's put him on a cross. That's sexy. In a new article entitled The Fable of Christ... <laughs> <laughs> Michael Palkovich summarizes his findings or lack of findings, which led him to believe that Jesus never actually existed, but instead, but is instead a fictional character made up, uh, made up to give followers of the religion founded in his name, a central icon worthy of their worship. Palkovich, Palkovich, Palkovich. Where is this coming from again? This is a, a new book. Did you say? Um, no, he just published an article on it, on his findings. Um, he says that only one of the 126 texts he combed through contains any mention of Jesus and that he says, and that he says is a forgery. A well, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's a well-known forgery. Uh, the text is the first century history book, histo- history book of the Jewish wars by the Roman historian, Josephus Flavius, Flavius Flavius, who wrote his work. Fallacious. Fallatio in the year 95 CE. Um, that's, that's a known, that's a known insertion even among some Christian oh, yeah. biblical historians. So, yeah, that's almost universally accepted as a, as a, right. And that's, and that is the fraud. only mention of Jesus he found. Fucking scary clown. But <laughs> God created. <laughs> that's fucking horrible. Jesus. But despite making his home just, uh, this is talking about Josephus. Despite making his home just one mile from Jesus' supposed hometown in Nazareth, Josephus appears totally unaware of the famous miracle worker who later went on to Jerusalem and where he became such a political threat that the Romans found it necessar- necessary to execute him by crucifixion. Magical wandering Jew who's a carpenter? Who that? Yeah, exactly right. Wasn't it the Pharisees that wanted him dead, though? Not well, the, they, not them the too. Roman, not the Womans. All of them did. Well, the Womans is <laughs> the well. Woman. It was biggest dickus. <laughs> His father was Nordius Maximus. Saint <laughs> Julian, throw him Wuffwe to the ground. <laughs> Strike him where the Wuffwe, Saint Julian. I need to watch that again. I haven't seen that in a long time. Everyone should look that one up. Not, not necessarily the Pain Olympics, but uh, no, definitely. Yeah, you should. You should definitely watch the Life of Brian. You'll get more out of life. For Brian, then you will. <laughs> That's a good show. Uh, the few mentions. <laughs> Sorry, we keep we keep sidetracking you. Yeah, that took me a while to find my place. The few mentions of Jesus in the Jewish wars, Palkovich argues, were added by later editors, not by Josephus himself. Yes, that's <laughs> the Jewish wars. I'm like. 
I'm trying to picture this in my mind. Like <laughs> different Jews fighting against each other. I guess. I don't yeah. know. No comment. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about I'm gonna that. I'm going to tap dance around this one real quick. <laughs> Please continue. Wait, is this is there offensive line to cross here? Oh, I know, but but Jews on 4chan are you know. So. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe they were like throwing bacon at each other's uh, sideburns or something. Oy vey, I need some more shackles. <laughs> some more shackles. <laughs> the Moyle did such a good job. The kid didn't even end up with herpes this time. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Wait, but wouldn't guns on the Sabbath be... That would be fire, wouldn't it? Fridays? I'm just saying for the war. For the war. You couldn't fire a gun on the Sabbath. That'd fire be arms. fire. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> so the army that won like is the one that broke the Sabbath? <laughs> you, can't, you can't turn on a fucking oven or push an elevator or button, light so I would imagine that, yeah, you can't use weaponry. Right. Anyway, who cares about the Jewish wars that nobody's ever heard of? <laughs> Man, you, just, you just hire some sort of goyim to do it for you. <laughs> a Sabbath goy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is why the Catholic Church needs Sabbath gays. <laughs> just to do their bidding for them on this. just... <laughs> Uh, otherwise, says the author, despite the remarkable feats that Jesus is alleged to have performed and the great deal of political unrest caused by his arrival in Jerusalem, not a single writer from the time and place of Jesus' life finds that Jesus so much as rates a footnote. And he goes on to name, name, and name, and name a bunch of sources I can't pronounce. <laughs> Emperor Titus, Cassius, Dio, Maximus, uh, Lucian... Uh, yeah, those are all really difficult. <laughs> Marcus Aurelius, I'm skipping the hard ones, or Damas of That's what Hierapolis. She said. Hierapolis? Anyway. Hierapolis. Uh, it seems none of these writers from 1st to 3rd century ever heard of Jesus. Global miracles and alleged worldwide fame be damned, Polkovich said in a recent interview. Thanks, Constantine, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, it's his fault. <laughs> the Dead Sea Scrolls, which predate Constantine, I add, uh. also known as the Qumran texts, also contain no mention of Jesus. Even the Apostle Paul, the New Testament figure credited with spreading the new religion that came to be called Christianity shortly after the supposed death of Jesus. A.K.A. Never... Jesus' homeboy. Wait, let's put Paul yeah. in quotes here, because it wasn't actually Paul that wrote this. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, never says that Jesus was a real person, even in the Bible. Quote, Paul is unaware of the virgin mother and, igno and ignorant of Jesus' nativity, parentage, life events, ministry, miracles, apostles, betrayal, trial, and harrowing passion. Paul knows neither where nor when Jesus lived and considers the crucifixion metaphorical. I've always wondered why they call it the passion. Like that, when I think of passion, the last thing I think of is somebody being flogged <laughs> nearly to death. Totally and <laughs> subjugated and beaten down beyond yeah, mercy. Yeah, I know. I'm passionate about that. What? He just loves you so much <laughs> that. I'm passionate about appearing to be slave like. It just seems like a bunch of fanboys from zero, zero AD decided to, you know, you know. Who's better, Kirk or Spock? <laughs> Fuck you, it's Spock. No, it's Kirk. <laughs> I think, I think, I think the major debate is Kirk or Picard, which is yeah. obviously Picard. But. Fuck yeah! Somebody try and argue. Oh, I. He's been on the show, <laughs> and he tried telling me 
that Kirk was better. Was that or the- he actually, I think he went full blown original Star Trek was better than oh. Next mm. Generation. Mm. And I was like, maybe for your generation. <laughs> wow, coming from Dan. <laughs> Woo! I'm staying quiet. That's right. Man. I went ageist on him. Fucking hell, I'm staying quiet. Are you, an, are you at a, an original series guy? TOS was fucking amazing, man. Uh, it, was, it was good, but Picard, look, Kirk never obeyed the prime directive. Okay, but Picard allowed Wesley Crusher to live. <laughs> but he always teased I, him and taunted him. And damn it, Wesley! I, I definitely, <laughs> Shut up, Wesley! I definitely win that point. Yeah. No, I do like TNG West, a lot. Yeah, I, but look, I, I have I have no dog in this fight. I just right, I just Cru- like Crusher, to- Crusher. may have been an annoying ensign, but he was a good ensign. Yes. I still think Wesley was Picard's kid. You think Fair he was enough. his kid? Yeah, him and him and Bev got it on. Yeah, they did. They did. But that I think that was that was post. Wesley. No. <laughs> but 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 at least they didn't disobey intergalactic orders yeah. from their superiors like okay. Kirk okay. did routinely. Who, who had the better movies, though? Original series or Next Generation movies? Are you, talking about, are you talking about the old ones with fucking... Are we talking Star Trek 1 through Star Trek... Like Rathacon... 6, and, I think, and was the last one. Like, Are, are we talking the are ones talking? with Shatner, or are yeah. we talking about the reboots? What about the ones with... Uh, not, not, none of the, none of the new universe. Them. None of the new universe. What about J.J. Abrams? Yeah. You're you're discounting J.J. Abrams, but even then, that's... That's, that's original. That That's original. I yeah, I like but Chris it, But Pine. it's still not Shatner. <laughs> Well, true. Yeah, Shitner does definitely detract. Yeah. I like Chris Pine a lot, though. Yeah, so yeah. do I. <laughs> I really like those movies. I like Zachary Quinto, too. Yeah. Actually, I hated the second one. Did you? You didn't like the second one? No. Why? Because it was too much of a... It was them trying too hard to make a Wrath of Khan. No, it was awesome. Are you kidding me? With Benedict Cumberbatch? There was so, there was so many gigantic fucking that, plot holes. Oh, so many. It's so Trek. many Deus Ex Machina in that. It's just, it's just, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Like, hey, we're going to have a starship battle right outside the moon, and nobody <laughs> on Earth is going to fucking notice this. <laughs> well, well, the moon is really big. It's also 250. I'm going to sneak a shuttlecraft into the most fucking regulated airspace that there is in <laughs> San Francisco. It's teeny tiny. Maybe they <laughs> got it flew in under the radar. <laughs> That's right. We're Star, we're Star Trek apologists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to presuppose nice. that Benedict Cumberbatch had. <laughs> <laughs> but even still. Presuppositional I, I, Star I, Trek I, apologetics. <laughs> I, I definitely prefer Picard to Kirk. I think. I think it's a pretty good toss-up between Spock and Data. Um, yeah, I certainly prefer Worf to to any of whatever security Kirk might have had. Yeah, was Kirk security officer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that he actually had. That. I, I don't think he. No. I don't think he did. But but it felt the Scotty a that's lot. Why, that's why they lost many more red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Worf. It's going to be you, Bones, Spock, and Ensign yeah. Jones. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Ensign, di- Ensign dies first. All right, let's go. <laughs> That's our away team. <laughs> Ensign, McFat- Ensign McFatality. <laughs> Sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> Get over here. McFatality. We're going to go to another planet. <laughs> All right. Sorry, that's my. That's completely my fault. <laughs> no, that's all right. 
Uh, so the summary is about whether or not Jesus existed. He did not. Uh, this quote, <laughs> when, I, when I consider those 126 writers, all of whom should have heard of Jesus but did not, and Paul and Marcion and and Matthew. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's, it's a Greek name, obviously. Um, and obviously, a, <laughs> and a lot of opposing Christ. The silence from Qumran and Nazareth and Bethlehem, conflicting Bible stories, and so many other mysteries and omissions. Polkovich writes, "I must conclude: the Christ is a mythical character." Mysterious. Did I say that? <laughs> Almost. Mysterious. mysterious. It's, it's so mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm Hispanic. <laughs> it's so mysterious. It's that boy is too mysterious. Yeah, we're not getting any disagreement from the panel on this yeah, one. <laughs> Next. Right. <laughs> like, dude walked no, on water? Just- nope. <laughs> Did he raise the dead in Jerusalem? Nope. <laughs> no, but I but I did but Chuck I did tested. I did have another uh a, a thought that was sparked from this article, which was that obviously correlation is not causation. We understand that. But what can you say when you have a complete lack of correlation at all? Like we have in the Christ myth. What like wouldn't it be rationally justified to say that it seems unbelievable? Um in the way that they claim, if there's no correlation whatsoever with what they're saying and what they're proposing, I mean, I would say, I would say, especially in light of the fantac- in in light of the fantastic claims that are the, being the, made. Yeah, I mean, the, we're the talking about of the claims they're making. Yes, we're talking about you know hundreds of dead people climbing out of their gla- climbing out of their graves and walking around a city. Right. Uh, the the you know giant earthquakes, the the right. mountain splitting or the temple splitting, and right. So I get, I guess. Cursing a fig tree. To, you know. yeah. <laughs> to, to use a more like Forcing realistic pigs off a cliff. analogy, <laughs> like you know, let's say let's say that you experience like some region experienced an earthquake and soon after a tsunami, uh, right? So you might be able to draw correlations between the earthquake and the tsunami in that period at that time or whatever. Doesn't necessarily mean causation. But there's definitely a correlation between those two things. But mm-hmm. if someone's claiming that there was a tsunami and you go to that area, there's no earthquake. There's no There's debris. absolutely no evidence there's that no, there was All the houses there. on the beach are still standing. There's people, no fault people, anywhere. Yeah, people have <laughs> talked about living there for thousands of years undisturbed. There's no records of anything dramatic like this happening, which would surely have been recorded or at least wiped out, which there's no evidence. I mean, all of this, then couldn't you say, um, you know, in the first case, you're saying, well, there's an earthquake and a tsunami, there's correlation, but we can't directly link that to causation. But in the second case, you're saying, well, there's absolutely no correlation whatsoever between the claims and what we're actually investigating. Couldn't, wouldn't you be rationally justified in, just completely saying, throwing it all absolutely out. not. Wouldn't that be ras- rationally justifiable? Yeah, yeah. the The quote that I keep going over is like, um, "Evidence of absence is not absence of evidence." And but in this case, yeah. it's if you have ninety five percent of the other shit that comes up in this old text as proven to be something that did not happen, like the mass right. exodus from from Egypt, the flood myth, all of this other shit. Why should you believe that some ancient Jew carpenter 
walked on water, saved souls, and did all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, and, if and, all this stuff in the Old Testament is bad, why should we believe New Testament? <clears throat> well, yeah. and, there's, and there's layers and layers of this, right? So, like, even That's even what I was just saying about the tsunami and stuff is the very basic layer. But then above that, like what you were just hinting mm-hmm. at, is you've got what Russell Glasser refers to as um, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter, <laughs> right? So, did was Abraham Lincoln a historical figure? Yes. Yes. Did he kill vampires? Absolutely not. Like that's ridiculous. So was Jesus a historical figure? Maybe, but I don't even think there's sufficient evidence for that. No, but I'm just saying his point is, but it doesn't matter because he definitely didn't do all the stuff you said he did, which is pivotal to the point of the entire religion you're based on. So it doesn't matter whether he existed, but, but, but yes, even if you grant he existed, you still have a whole nother level to go. I mean, you can't even prove he ever existed, a but even if you do, level. then there's that. So, I mean, this is just layer upon layer of bullshit. Level. What did you say? Another <laughs> whole level. Another level. I don't know what that is. It's uh, one of the, was it Key and Peel? No, it was. It was on Mad, Mad TV. TV. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But, That's a whole nother level. Oh. <laughs> but I, I I would say, honestly, one of the best references, I think, to this point, obviously outside of Richard Carrier, would be the William Lane Craig-Austin Dacey debate. Because Austin Dacey talks a lot about what you would expect to find, given the claims that are proposed, and what you absolutely don't find. That was a great debate. You you mentioned that several, several episodes back, yeah, and I had never heard ago. of it before. I'd, I'd never heard of Austin Dacey. Yeah, he and was good. After you mentioned it, I went and watched it. And that was a great fucking debate. Yeah, I, I think he he handles Craig as well as anybody. Yeah. I think I think the only thing working against him is that he speak he spoke so fast that a lot of people probably couldn't keep up with what he was saying. And I and, and it was just because he wanted to get all of his points out there, but yeah, I mean, you know, w- Bill Craig has this kind of laid back way yeah. of speaking and and then Austin Dacey would get up there and it's just this rapid fire bullshit 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 on all of Craig's claims and but whoever listens to a debate once true i mean i actually listened to that i think 3 times yeah you have to yeah. i mean any debate you know i know i've listened to Craig and Harris and Craig and Hitchens at least 20 times each yeah yeah really <clears throat> at least oh wow yeah I haven't listened to them that many times. Not, not for a couple years, but... For... It was about six months ago. I went on this big kick of uh, listening to debates with Hitchens against just anybody. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it got to be where, like, I had listened to so many that, like, the random thoughts in my head, I was hearing Hitchens speak yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when that happens, though. <laughs> Because like you almost feel like you could do a Hitchens, and then you try it, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, 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 I failed. <laughs> I'm not cool enough. <laughs> I'm not worthy. <laughs> yeah. We got anything else? We got Glenn Beck and Idaho Republicans. That's all we got left. Hmm. Which one? Ooh, which one is? Bag. Which one is the more gooder one to end with, or well, to the, talk about and, and maybe cut the other one short? The Beck one's a page and a half. The Idaho one is one paragraph. We could probably get them both. Okay, let's do it. All right, we'll start with uh, Glenn Beck. Becky. 
Becky, get off my phone. So (laughs) this has been somewhat vetted, but not, I have not gone through and added notes or anything. It'll be pretty raw. Okay. But it's shorter. I like raw. You got a thing here. There you go. Oh. I don't know what it was. Thanks. You're welcome. I got a scar that sheds. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Are uh, you molting? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the reptilians you hear about. Reptoid. <sighs> Blue blood. You've been exposed. David Icke. <laughs> <laughs> to hear them tell it, you'd think that folks like Glenn Beck or Mike Huckabee or others who cry wolf on a daily basis are going around, are going to be rounded up and tossed into prison any moment now with the, with the impending Supreme court decision that is expected to make marriage equality, the law of the land across the United States, they've been screaming into any microphone that, that they can access that Christians are going to be persecuted and turned into criminals for discriminating against the LGBT community. Just the other day, presidential candidate, Mike Huckabee, presidential candidate, Mike Huckabee sounded the alarm and claimed that Christians would become criminals. This is a presidential candidate. They're not already? (laughs) Well, true. I mean, they've been saying that, too. So Now Glenn Beck and his fringe religious friends are sounding their own alarm and proclaiming that there are at least 10,000 members of their, quote, black black robe regiment who are willing to die resisting the fictitious persecution of Christians in America that they've been predicting for years. Glenn Beck is one of those fucking despicable Christians, right? That for quite some time led a life of debauchery and drug abuse and... and He was a morning zoo radio host. Then saved themselves through the power of Christ, which compelled them to do good. And then... Mormon. Yeah, he's he's a Mormon now, yeah. but he's he's much more even right wing than most Mormons I know. I mean, he you know he he takes he t- he he claims to be a Mormon, but then he's much more I would say he ha- he has a much more evangelical bent to a lot of the things that he says. Right? It's it's not just the passive aggressive Mormon that you see walking down the road and. Who thinks that blacks couldn't hold the priesthood before 1978 because they weren't worthy and God hadn't changed his mind yet and that gays are bad? It's, I mean, Glenn Beck is a whole other, a whole nother level of, of <laughs> well, right wing bat shittery. I think, I think evangelical is probably the right word that you use there, but, but I think, I think the reason why he's popular is because he's expressing the feelings that all, at least the Utah County Mormons that I'm aware of are all feeling, but don't dare to say. They all have his books. They all love him. They all watch Fox News only. So it's so he's taking the passive aggressive bit and just being aggressive and just being aggressive. Yeah, and they appreciate that. Hmm. I guess I can see that. Fucking Glenn Beck. He's, <sighs> he, he's like yeah. a member of the Twelve without actually being in the Twelve. Well, I think he's. I think he's even better spoken. <laughs> than, and than they are, yeah. And, well, and, then, and, and much they are. They are still even more passive aggressive than he is. And they don't talk about Nazism nearly as much as Glenn Beck, right? And they don't <laughs> cry. <laughs> uh, so Beck says, "Quote the number of the Black Robe Regiment, which I don't. This has an Assassin's Creed. What the ring fuck is the Black it? Robe I Regiment? I don't know. It just it reminds me of Assassin's Creed games I played. I, for some reason, it's like <laughs> the Knights Black Templar Robe Regiment. Yeah. But he goes on to say that the number of them." 
whoever they are, is about 70,000 now. Uh, the number that I think will walk through a wall of fire, you know, and possible death is anywhere between 17 and 10,000. I don't know why he goes in reverse order, but that's what he said. Between 17 and 10,000. And we think glad. that's just how he's lived his life is in reverse order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the American government would be glad to oblige you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Please visit your nearest suicide booth for further details. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's an extraordinary number of people that are willing to lay it all down on the table and willing to go to jail or go to death because they serve God and not man, Beck says. Uh, that's just one badly placed explosive at Lollapalooza. <laughs> I mean, that's not that many people. Yeah, or our LDS General Conference. Not that we advocate that. No. Any kind, not. <laughs> any kind of terrorism or <laughs> you don't you don't exactly see atheists going out there bombing shit. So no. Garlo was an incomplete agreement. Apparently, that's the host of this. I don't know who Garlo is, but he was in agreement with Beck. Garlo. <laughs> Told you this wasn't. I didn't go through this. <laughs> Garlo one. sounds like God of the Underworld. <laughs> Garlo. <laughs> Bow before Garlo. Ich bin Garlo. <laughs> Wait, he was the bassist in Guar, wasn't he? <laughs> That's Beefcake the Mighty. <laughs> I love I love that you fucking knew that. <laughs> Guar's one of my top three bands. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> are we talking Casey or Generation, or are we talking Mike Bishop? <laughs> That's right, they lost a member. They've lost like three in the last two years. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But they wear costumes, so you don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. The, anyway, so the bassist of 90s Kiss was in complete agreement, <laughs> saying that the necessity of being willing to die is honestly where we are, according to them. Fuck like Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> we're all prepared to be martyrs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How are they any different from the Muslims they despise? Saying this shit. Quote, we've come to that moment. People like you and me, and thank God many others, peace be upon him, are digging in very deeply and laying the bench of the benchmark of where we're going to stand on these issues. They're gonna, in deep something. It's it, yeah. Long well, live the fighters! Holding up their knives. <laughs> Okay. You're going to see these 10,000 to 20,000 pastors begin to stand up, Beck promised, and say, it doesn't matter if I lose my church, it doesn't matter if I lose my building, it doesn't matter if I lose my life, I will not sit down, but I guarantee at least two of those three things will matter. <laughs> life and church. I don't know what buildings he's talking about, but life and church will matter. Uh, martyrdom and sacrificing yourself for your religion? Question mark. Sorry, I didn't say that correctly. <laughs> you should just end every sentence with a question now. <laughs> Where have we heard that before? Her? <laughs> Doesn't that sound an awful lot like radical jihadists? I don't know why it's jihadists. There's jihadists? Jihadists, yes. J -j -j Gia. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, the same people who right-wing alarmists want to want us to declare war on, even though they share a lot in common. Yeah, they share a lot in common. That's worded strangely, but yeah, no, I agree. 
we still need to do Mormons and Muslims. They have a lot in common, or they share. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If you were wondering who the Beck, who the Black Robe Regiment, the Beck Robe Regiment is, <laughs> it's an organization of right wing clerics. Oh, clerics! Oh, created by David Barton and Glenn Beck in 2010. David Barton and Glenn Beck created the the Black, the Black Robe, Robe Regiment. They don't act like any cleric I know from D and D. Come on now, Clarence. David Barton is the worst. Glenn Beck is pretty much the second worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, Great. Now we have the two top worst. <laughs> yeah. And they're in the Black Robe Regiment. Bunch of clerics. This is scary stuff, everybody. They can't. Oh, I'm telling you all, you better, you better build those bunkers. Yeah. Start if, stockpiling food. If you don't know who David Barton is, he's the... Uh, Asshole? Uh, yeah, no, he's... God, what's the fucking word? Prick? It's a... Revi- no, uh, revision... Fucktard? Uh, revisionist of American history. Yeah. Where he tries to rewrite into textbooks that America was a Christian nation, that all the founding that fathers... That the Civil War wrong. was not based on slavery. Right, that all the, founding, the founding fathers founding were father. evangelical Christians, yeah. even though that didn't even exist at the time. Uh, this is that asshole. He's rewriting history. Right. It's a... a oh God, he's a revisionist. Fucking, yeah, there's an... Uh, anyway... So it's that guy and the second worst guy, Glenn Beck, together created this and are now touting its uh, its extreme strength. It's apparently. awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, somewhere between seventeen and ten thousand. <laughs> That's <Pastors>. so many. <laughs> um, out of what do we have in the U.S.? Three hundred and fifty million people. Now? Guys, let's just start unplugging mics now. It's over. We've, we've lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so, guess I'll hang it up. So here's David Barton explaining on Glenn Beck's show, how did he get that appearance in <laughs> April 2010 before Fox News decided Beck was too radical, even for them. He said, quote, the Black Brigade, ah, as it's also known, apparently, or Black Regiment were the preachers. Wait, 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 wait. I'm surprised these guys want to be associated with anything with the word black. Yeah, yeah they would call weird. themselves the Black Brigade. That doesn't sound right. Well, I, not, not maybe only- outside sources are referring to them as that. Not only racial, but also because that has sort of a satanic connotation. Yeah. Isn't white purity? Mm-hmm. We are and the white, white And delightsome? According to the Christians, yeah. Yeah, it's also delightsome, according Black to the Black is bad, okay. Did yeah. they wear hoods with points on top of them? Yeah. Burn crosses and shit? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they... Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> They're... Look, this is what happens when I don't get to vet stories. <laughs> the Black Brigade or Black Regiment, this is according to David Barton, were the preachers. I don't know why that's past tense. Because they wore black robes. That's why. Black <laughs> black preachers, white preachers, hyphen. They all wore black ro- b- black probes. They probes. all wore black probes. That's what it says. They all wore black strap-ons? Ensign Sulu. I guess so. Without the probe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they were preachers oh because they all had giant black <laughs> dildo belts. Um, and the British specifically blamed the preachers for the American Revolution. That's where the title, quote, Black Regiment came from. You know, fuck the rest of the people that fought for the revolution. No, right. let's, let's put it on the clergy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, one of the British officials talked about that. It's interesting that the British so hated what the preachers so hated what the, what the fuck? It's interesting that the British so hated what the preachers 
That's not a sentence. Is that a sentence? It doesn't sound like a sentence. God damn it. It's don't a ever make sentence. Me read I don't off. know that it makes any sense. <laughs> I don't think it's a sentence. Anyway, they claim if it hadn't been for the preachers, America would still be a happy British colony like it was for so long <laughs> under their rule. So they blamed it on the preachers. You know, because those British colonies, they all turned out so well. Right. <laughs> India, uh, South Jamaica, Africa. Australia. <laughs> Uh, Canada. <laughs> well, that's still kind of a colony of Britain, Britain, isn't it? Yeah, but the, I mean, they have I the think queen on their money. And, and, yeah, I, don't I don't know. Well, once they have once enough. they have a standing army, then they can. I don't think the Canadians know. I don't think they fucking care <laughs> they either. Care. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it's so. The, the, we don't write no. Sorry. <laughs> well, right, and, and none of the Britons are interested in that tundra anyway. You can come up here and get some cheap prescriptions. King of the Who. Sorry, Canadian listeners, we still watch it to listen to our show. Man. Sorry. <laughs> Witness Sorry. violence inherent in the system. Sorry, we love moose and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a moose once bit my sister. <laughs> no, really, moose bites can be pretty nasty. <laughs> that's can. the opening. That's the opening credits for the Holy Grail. I, I know, I know, I know. I just love how Dan's just got like eight or nine years on me. <laughs> I can still keep up. <laughs> when they came, when they come to America, they start to they start to decimating churches. <laughs> Who wrote come- this? I don't know. <laughs> My it's name is E. Because- Bonix. <laughs> oh, racial. Ju- this is the Black Brigade, after all. <laughs> Earl. Earl Bonix. <laughs> nice. Dude, yeah, this is fucking me up because I'm drunk, but it's like, I read it. <laughs> That's interesting. That's in- it's interesting that the British so hated what the preachers, and then now, when they come to America, they start to decimating churches. Those are two actual sentences in this. <laughs> ah, Jesus. They went, they went to New Where did York's- you pull this? You don't have to be intelligent to put stuff on internet. It's from Right Wing Watch. From whence did thou... <laughs> anyway, they're fucking nuts. Into the garbage. I'm done, yeah, I'm done with that. <laughs> Into the waste bin it goes. Into the trash bin it goes. <sighs> Rubbish. And that brings us to the final... The final, the final page. It's the final one. Very short, and this one's about Idaho. Idaho. I lived in Idaho for a couple. Idaho. I lived in Mountain Home Air Force Base in Idaho. I used, I used to say that. I'd say Idaho, and somebody would go Idaho, and that's and I'd say that's what I said. <laughs> Mountain Home Air Force Base, Idaho. Very, very clever. You're welcome. <laughs> and original. <laughs> Uh, with even fewer eyes on improving the future of their state than the potatoes they live around, Idaho Republicans are Wait, pushing are they bill- talking about, like, the eyes and potatoes there? Is that, that, was, is that, that little- was me generating a headline for this. Oh, yes. sorry. Stomp, stomp, stomp. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Republicans in Idaho are pushing a bill to make the Bible a reference book in public school classes teaching science and law, Patheos reports. Because there's so much science in the Bible. There's yeah. a lot of law. There for is a sure. lot of law. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Uh, is but, there any science? Well, you know, if you pray hard enough, you can make that mountain move. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> science. Right there. young, uh, you can younger. yell at a tree for figs out of season. Well, but um, there's only one Jesus, so that's not. Let's see. Plants can exist before the sun exists. God, right, um, right, right. God lifts up the sun. Mm-hmm. And the moon. You measure shit by cubits, and you can have a boat that's 
big enough to be warped by its own weight. That mm. right, you can have a tower that's tall enough and reach. The, God gets pissed off about Adam that. Adam named all the animals, uh, and you have a god that doesn't know his own believers unless you put blood on over the doors. Earth is can create a man from dust, but has to create a woman from a rib of the man he created from dust. Right, but right. she wasn't even the first attempt. I think Perfect Lilith being. was the first. And, Different right. animals can speak with apparently no with means no of doing so naturally. And donkeys and snakes and bushes can burn and speak. Right. There's no knowledge of the Pacific Islanders or Samoans at all when talking see, about his people. You talk about Elohim in the first chapter, and that means multitude of gods. The earth is yeah. flat. Earth is flat, yeah. Your name, also your, your has four quarters, so it's probably El Shaddai. Square. You know, you got no. <laughs> yes. Well, that's not science, though. That's 6,000 years that's old. That's history. Heliocentrism. No such things as dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That, that was called... What, what so there's called? a ton of fucking science. Okay, it's just really fucking shitty science. <laughs> it's not even science. It's, no, it's not it's, science. It's the precursors it's not, of, it's not of the answers to fucking anything. It's not even kindergarten science. It's no. not science at all. This is just the best guesses of ancient cave Jews. You can you can flood the earth with more water than it would take to flood the earth. Well, unless you listen to Kent Hovind, and then you could you could you could cover the whole earth with one drop of water if you spread it thin enough. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now, that sounds like homeopathy. <laughs> And yes, you can exactly. you can you can drive a boat around on that fucking right that monolayer. Yeah, well, it's even less than a monolayer. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So members of the state Idaho State's Republican Party have published a set of proposed resolutions following a central committee meeting this past weekend among Idaho GOP higher ups. <laughs> the policy initi- initiatives. No, literally, they sit on higher chairs than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that the state's conservative leadership dreamed up include, quote, a resolution supporting Bible use in Idaho public schools, end quote. Republican Party chairperson for Idaho County, uh, Margaret. What? They have a county named after the state, too? Yeah. They're like us. <laughs> <laughs> Utah County, Utah, well, Idaho County, Idaho. Idaho. Idaho has long been uh, Utah light or suburbs of Utah. It's it's the extreme northern Utah. Yeah, yeah. All, for for a long time. Uh, anyway, the chairperson for Idaho County, Yo, Marga get- Arnzen, which I'm surprised they have one of the female peoples doing it. Hmm. Uh, submitted legislative language to infuse the state's curriculum with biblical teachings. You know, only three weeks She didn't weeks write out of it herself. Month. Well, she couldn't have. Her the, husband helped her. The rest, of, the rest of that month, she has to go spend it in that tent. <laughs> that red tent. <laughs> Locked in the shed. Goddamn women are so icky. Yeah. <laughs> so icky. Unclean! Unclean! <laughs> the proposal begins with a nod to the Christian supreme being. Uh, concluding that theocracy is the rightful law of the land. There is nothing else to this article. <laughs> For he is the Kwisatz Haderach. <laughs> concluding that theocracy is the rightful law of the land, Arzen's bill would see the Bible stand on academic par with textbooks in the state's biology and government classrooms. Why don't they put the Quran in there? Well, here's what I find interesting. Your God is wrong. <laughs> Why would 
why would any woman want biblical law to be on a par with modern Western law? Because they don't understand what biblical law is. Yeah. They don't understand what biblical law is. That that would be the only reason I imagine that any woman would want biblical (laughs) law in place. You said that in a way that made me twinge. (laughs) Well, no, because woman. No, because (laughs) no, I know, I know. (laughs) I know how you meant it, but when you said it, I was like, "Woo, damn!" Shut up. <laughs> Shush your mouth, any bones? Shut up. <laughs> no, I. Well, it. And like I said, yeah. No, like I've said previously, that she, was one of the reasons why. She must not. I mean, because that's. That was one of the. That was one of the things that led me out of religion was seeing how subjugative it was toward women. Yeah. Well, yeah, and me too. Uh, but I, it's just a, it's a suicide mission. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, you can still buy scratching wins in there's Idaho. No, they no, want to be martyrs too. Come no, on, no faux apologetics. <laughs> just yeah. wait till you have yeah. to wear the scarf on your head. Is that biblical? Yep. I believe it is. Yeah. I believe it is. Oh yeah. Prove me wrong. Please. Prove you. Please <laughs> prove me wrong. That's a godless revolution at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Prove me wrong. Yeah, I think that about uh, wraps it up for us this evening. I sure do. <laughs> but uh, you can please feel free to send no, us. No, fuck that. Do it, fucker. Do it. Send us send please. us show suggestions, questions, comments, oh, yeah. commentary. Tell that Chris guy to go fuck off. Complaints, <laughs> whines, rants. And anything else you feel like sending us to the godless revolution at gmail.com. With a B, not a V, because those godless revolution guys are probably getting a lot of our mail. Damn Wait, you, Josiah. Is it, is it the? Is it the part of the email? Nope. Just godless revolution. Godless revolution B. You can also find us on Twitter at TGR Podcast and on Facebook at Godless Revolution. Uh, send us your show ideas, questions, comments, complaints, mm-hmm. rants, whines. Dick pics. Yeah. I, I don't want your dick pics. <laughs> Send your dick pics to Exifer Reed. <laughs> Send that to UO at podhell.com. You can send them to me. They'll be on the show. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I won't, I won't know. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> it looks like a sad clown. <laughs> Who wants to fuck this eggplant? Why does somebody have child porn? Oh, Ooh. yeah, don't send one to me. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't. Good point, Dan. That Please was a, do not send cheese pizza to the podcast. That was a, that was a <laughs> tiny penis comment. Sorry, I, that didn't really, really come out very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... Uh... <laughs> That that made me think of all that was that was related problems. to another <laughs> post that somebody had made somewhere else where some guy had sent them a dick pic and he <laughs> had this like micro penis and was like oh baby my I want my dick in you or whatever and this woman had made this post about why do guys this do woman. this again <laughs> that fucking woman god damn it. <laughs> This person of indeterminate sex had sent, or indeterminate sex or gender had sent this picture to with a my to wife. them with a micro penis, and and asked why men think this is you know a great tactic for attracting women or getting them right. to engage in conversation or sexual congress. Mm-hmm. And my thought was, 
Why do they have child porn? Why did why is this person sending you child porn? It just it just now occurred to me about how skittish you were on the feminist episode oh and I've been God. railing you about this. It just now occurred to me that that's been an issue. That's why you're like, "No, goddamn it. No. It's the third rail. Fucking don't lead my hand toward it. God damn. Uh, don't pee on it." <laughs> Oh, sorry, man. I didn't even. <laughs> that fucking woman. <laughs> Josh's email saying, saying you could. Awesome. My my butthole was puckering the whole time, yeah, and it was. It was definitely. I reread that today. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All anyway, right. thank you very very much for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>